everyone, Kitty here. Before we dive into the podcast, I wanted to give you a couple of reminders. The first is that we touch on a lot of sensitive subjects that could be possible emotional and trauma triggers for people. If there are any topics that you're sensitive to, we recommend that before you watch any of the movies or listen to our podcasts, you check the website doesthedogdie.com. Also, this podcast is not kid-friendly and not safe for work. Please listen responsibly. Finally, this podcast contains spoilers. If you're like me and don't like spoilers, please watch the movie before listening. Thank you, and happy haunting. This is Hounds of Horror with Max. What is a non-fatal murder? <laughs> Victor. No, you're no, stupid. Doesn't matter how close you live to your house. But anyway. <laughs> and Kitty. A That's lot. a lot of words for I'm trying something instead of porn. <laughs> I'm Kitty. I'm Victor. I guess I'm still Max. Oh, wait, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Did you do that on purpose? I did. (laughs) You answered a question that was for me. I thought it was for me. Oh. Well, were you asking Kitty me? (laughs) When were you asked if we did that on purpose? (laughs) I asked him if he did that on purpose. (laughs) No. 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 I I, I mean, yes. (laughs) Well, too late. Ball's rolling now. This week, dear listeners, we did... Wait, wait, wait. We should say who we are first. I thought we did. We're Hounds of Horror. Oh, oh yeah, that that's right. <laughs> Just in case you guys thought you were listening to uh, Hose of Horror, the gardening podcast, while they talk oh about Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be incredible. That is the best. Well, all right. Well, we got to erase that, because that's going to be our next podcast. Yeah. Hose of Horror. <laughs> Well, all right then. That's that joke out of the <laughs> That could also be any B-list actress that had her tatas out on the horror movie. <laughs> oh boy, there's a lot. Oh my god! We yeah, the do list. Halloween again. <laughs> Almost all the Halloween movies. The thing, not so much. No, nope, no women in that movie. Nope. This one either. Except his wife, once in a while. No tatas. Yeah. Well, no tatas. No. <laughs> In this particular movie we're talking about is The Ghost and the Darkness. And, and and the darkness. Not the ghost in the darkness, the ghost and the I darkness. I apologize for my ignorance. I don't know if it'll make it or not, but last week when I said that we were doing this movie, I said that I didn't know why it was called that, and I was very quickly explained it in a, 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 a way that a child could understand. I was a little confused, but I still got it. I had to get the sock puppets out. <laughs> One is the ghost, the other is the darkness. <laughs> oh, I don't get it. Uh, just real quick, I want to let you guys know that we have 910 listens. <gasps> We're climbing up in the world. That's awesome. I'm excited about that. We should do something small to celebrate a thousand listens. Like, have cake or something. We'll light a thousand candles. <laughs> That's not small. That's too many candles. <laughs> That's a lot of work. <laughs> Can we just put them into a bucket and light them on fire? <laughs> Drop a match in I there. I think it follows the spirit of candle lighting, but... Oh, they were still lighting a thousand candles, <laughs> just not in the way they're supposed to be lit. I, I mean, mean, if you had a candlelight vigil for somebody and just put all the candles in a bucket <laughs> and lit them on fire, <laughs> it don't it doesn't have the same spiritual connotation. It somehow seems more aggressive or disrespectful. <laughs> Although maybe that's what you need to do to start getting people back. I don't know. And then just pour out all the wax at the end. Bonfire vigil. Ooh. So <clears throat> I just want to say real quick about this movie that I watch this movie like once every four years 
longer than that. It's more like every five to eight years. Like, yeah. there's there's a range in there. I saw it probably twice in my youth and have seen it two or three times since I became an adult. And every single time I block shit out, make up storylines, <laughs> and forget that it's called The Ghost and the Darkness... <laughs> Every fucking time. I don't know what it is about this movie. It's apparently just really fucking forgettable. Wow. I wish this counted as a tangent, but it's about the movie, so. <laughs> oh, also, dear listeners, tonight we are limiting ourselves to three tangents each. We are doing this. So it's just going to make it better for us. We'll have more usable uh, podcast audio. Uh, so I'm sorry if you really <laughs> like our tangents, if that's why you listen. There's still going to be some, but not as nearly many. Here's the thing, though. If you like those, we need to know. And you can tell us by going to houndsofhorrorpod at gmail.com. Well, you that's can't true. go there, but you can send an email there. <laughs> Only you. we they can go there. go there. If they <laughs> have my if password, If you're going there, get the hell it. out. <laughs> <laughs> Take me with you if you do go, because that sounds amazing. Um, it's also a dark place. Yes, you do have a Sharpie. I used it the other day. Two weeks ago. I think the last time I saw this movie was uh, 17 or 18 years ago, and that's the last time I ever saw it. I And first time. Uh, last. First and last. Vic and I watched it while we were living in this tiny-ass apartment just after I got out of college. It was an apartment shaped like a tiny ass. Yes. <laughs> That'd be a lot of fun to live in. It really would be. I'm going to go back to my ass. The door better apartment. be on the poop hole. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I uh, we watched it. So we moved out of that apartment in 2015. So it had to have been before that. So that was six years ago. All right, interesting. That's yeah, a tangent. Very interesting. <laughs> no, it's still about the movie. <laughs> Poor taste. Welcome so... to Hounds of Horror. Four <laughs>, laughs a month. So. <laughs> Yes, this oh. this week we did uh, the ghost and the darkness. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a little a little uh, uh, firearm trivia too to go through at some point. Oh, um, I also have trivia for you. Y'all guys. are all like preparing shit, and I'm just like, hey, that segment that I started whenever we first started doing this, I don't do it anymore. <laughs> I pick. I spent time preparing. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a phobia for this? So. I argued back and forth with Kitty about this. I was going to do the phobia of being eaten alive. She said, don't do the phobia of lions, but that's really on the nose. So I'm just not going to do a phobia. I'm going to do I something. said, do do the phobia of the lions. Yeah. You said okay. not to do the one about eat, being eaten alive. You said to do you the one You said, about- don't do the phobia of lions. There, there should have been more of a pause or another word in there. I'm sorry that I don't speak in written text for you, but <laughs> there was a pause. It just wasn't long enough. I don't, I think that... Yes, there's a fear of lions, and it is exactly what it sounds like. No offense to anyone who has that fear. It's not something you encounter that often, and it's exactly what it sounds like. It's is not, it kitty phobia? It's no. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds really. <laughs> nope. It's not that. It sounds a lot like catoptrophobia. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> it's a fear of seeing a lion in a mirror. It's two, two fears together. <laughs> It's just I'm no offense. It's Jim just, Gaffigan. No, no, no. Mike Flanagan, I meant. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Jim Flanagan. Came 
I would love it if I saw Jim Gaffigan in a mirror. <laughs> if I woke up in the morning and went and splashed some water in my face and I look up and there was Jim Gaffigan, I'd be like, what the hell, man? Let's hang out. <laughs> what do you want to do? You want to like look at internet videos? And- but it's all just Jim Gaffigan <laughs> talking in your voice, <laughs> pretending to be uh, your inner monologue as the audience. At least if he was my subconscious, like I'd be doing funny things. So. <laughs> <laughs> Chuckle to yourself a little bit every day. <laughs> It's what just, room are you staying in? <laughs> uh, it's just uh, moving back. It's God just bless not, you, Jim. It's not. It's what is the fear very, of lions? It's just not a very interesting phobia. It's just Leonin phobia. I bet it's called. It probably. What is it called? I didn't even keep it up on screen because I wasn't going to use okay, it. Okay, while he looks that up. So this stars some powerhouse actors. This here movie. Uh, first and foremost, we have Val Kilmer in mm. his younger days. Mm. His Batman uh, days. His yeah, uh, he played John Henry Patterson, who was the guy that Colonel Colonel Lieutenant Colonel John Henry Patterson. Uh, but uh, Mister Beaumont hired him to go down to Africa to oversee the construction of this bridge, and he's immediately thrown up against two man-eating lions. Uh. And, I mean, do I have to name other stuff he's been in? I mean, come on. Batman. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Top Secret. Mm-hmm. I was going to say yes because I I don't, I legitimately don't know any other Val Kilmer. Top Gun. If you like Top Gun, uh, he was the Iceman. If you like movies like The Naked Gun or uh, Hot Shots and stuff, you would like Top Secret. It's or got Austin Val Powers. Kilmer. Or Austin Powers. I tried watching Kiss Kiss Bang Bang once and i think i got 20 minutes into it and then never finished it it's possible we we started watching it together and then i think i had to leave and then every time you brought up finishing it i was just like oh video games (laughs) instead (laughs) it has the occasional boob so it's fun (laughs) it is called leophobia i'm assuming i was close you were close i'm assuming because of leo the lion leo the lion I believe that's a constellation. Leo. Oh. I am a Leo. Okay. I am a lion. Rar. I'm assuming that's more to... of like a fear of constellations. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> or being born under a certain sign. Constophobia. That's fear of not, not having being able to poop. To poop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it is legitimately just the fear of being eaten by or in the presence of a lion. It's, I'm sorry. That's just, it's, I'm well, not that saying. That covers the big two. So. <laughs> <laughs> What else can happen to you? <laughs> you could get licked. You're in the presence of one, or it's going to eat you. <laughs> and it's just, I mean, there's not a whole lot I can say about it. It's, it's a really straightforward phobia. So that's it. But when you guys get done with your stuff, I have, a, I have a quiz for you. Okay. It's a multiple choice for both of you. We also have Michael Douglas playing Charles Remington, who was not a real player in this tragedy. Uh, that happened in, this game. in 1898. Yeah, he was a fictional character. I, last night, whenever we first started watching it, I looked it up because I wasn't paying attention. Whenever it scrolled across the bottom, and I was like, "Yeah, it takes place in 1898." And Vic was like, "It takes place in 1898." I was like, "Yeah, it takes place in 1898." And he was like, "It takes place in 1898." I was, I was aghast. Like, I'll tell you, aghast. I was like, "Yes." He was like, oh, I thought you meant 1998. My brain kept 
That's when the movie was made, I think. Yes. Or 96. My brain kept going, you're right, you're right, yeah, you're right, no. She said. Were you that right. astounded that she was right about that? Or conceive of a world in 1898? <laughs> I just thought she was saying 1998 over and over again. And I was thinking, there's no way that this movie takes place in 1998. And she just kept saying it. I kept hearing it. And I was like, yeah, oh. Oh. <laughs> My goodness. It was, in fact, a 1996 movie. Mm. Okay. Yes, he was also... I mean, you'll recognize him from a lot of things. Uh, uh, Falling Down, uh, Romancing the Stone. Falling Down was a great movie. Um, Pretty much just a guy who's tired of shit and... Falls down. And, well, he gets back up. (laughs) It's just like that song. I get up. Is that Chumbawamba? Yep. Okay. I'm actually going to start singing Blur's song, too. Oh, well... (laughs) I thought it'd be funnier. <laughs> I got my head. I don't want to talk about that song. <laughs> I've had to explain to so many people that it's called Song Two. People just don't get it. Nope, they don't. Was there a song one? No, there was. <laughs> uh, we have John Connie, I think is his name, as Samuel. He also played Rafiki in The Lion King and T'Chaka in Black Panther. Mm, yeah. I really liked his character a lot too. Yeah. He has a very very good supporting role in yeah. this. Uh, we have uh, Tom Wilkinson as Robert Beaumont. Mm. I remember him best from when he played General Fromm in Valkyrie. Oh. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe the only time I've ever seen him play a decent person, he's usually... And it, you, if you pick something, you find something that works for you, then stick with it. But he usually plays a douchebag or an evil character or somebody who has some kind of ill intent. The only time I can remember him being a good character was in, I believe, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. He that was, was my next one. You just fucking take it from me. I did. That counts as one of your tangents. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you understand what tangent means. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have. he was Father Richard in The Exorcism of Emily Rose oh. as well. It's like that time that you guys unanimously, just, unanimously decided something unanimously. without me. <laughs> uh, well, we can do that. Uh, yeah, he, uh, yeah. I recommend uh, Valkyrie too. That's also based on a true story. I still haven't uh, seen that. It's uh, excellent. He plays a general who's like in line with the <sighs> rebels. Okay. Trying to kill Hitler and take over Germany so they can surrender to the <coughs> Allied forces before they get there. Oh. Um, yeah, and it's, okay. they used Operation Valkyrie to do it. They changed the wording of it to essentially, after they killed Hitler, to a rise to power and take over. Okay. And as history tells us, that didn't work out. But um, yeah, he was General Fromm and he was helping them, but he was also trying to keep like enough distance where he could disassociate himself if he had to. Okay. He was that guy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then we have the great Bernard Hill mm. as Dr. David Hawthorne. Uh, I, do I need uh, King Theoden? He was the captain on the Titanic and the movie Titanic. He was. Oh, goodness. He's... I only got to see the part where the, everyone dies because it had titties in it. I couldn't watch it. <laughs> it did. They were all right. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, he was He was great. I forgot that he was in it. And when I saw his face again, I'm like, Timmy, you hear him. <laughs> Which I think was. Oh, he was in that was this before? Show. This was before Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. But not much before it. Uh, Less than 10 years, I think. Yeah, uh, you're, you're right about that. <clears throat> uh, I believe it was 2001. Yeah, because I remember watching those in high school. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, this was maybe five years after. But he's always great. Yeah. <sighs> That's it. 
I was going to write down the name of the foreman, the very first guy to get killed. Right. He was cool. Um, but I, it, no, it's his last name is Selly? Kelly? C-E-L-E. I don't remember his first name though, but he was good too. Yeah, I like that he, he caught a line with his bare hands, and that kind of comes up later on in the yeah. movie too. How are you going to build this bridge? My bare hands, and like yeah. they raise their hands up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, he didn't make it. Nice bit of character building. Yeah, he was good too. <coughs> so, um, Kitty, yes, I should stop banging my microphone. <clears throat> yes, Do you have anything to add about? Your thing? I was to, to looking still at... Still do your thing? What was your thing? It was directors? more, what and do I you don't do, do it here? anymore. <laughs> I thought it was directors. I thought you talked about directors. Oh, yeah, sometimes I do. Um... <laughs> sometimes I do. Sometimes I just do what I want. This right. movie was directed by Mike Flanagan. <laughs> That's the only time that I do directors. <laughs> I bet um... you would scare the shit out of a lion if he made that contraption and put a mirror on the other side of it. He would have jumped in and been like, Duh-fuh? Uh, I know okay. geese are confounded by mirrors pretty easily. <laughs> Birds in general. Shiny <laughs> things in general. Um, so it was directed by Stephen Hopkins. Mm. It was written by William Goldman. And... Based on events taken from the book written by John Patterson. Um, I think so. Yes. Yes. And that was called... The Sabo Maneaters, I believe. Yes, it was. Um, the music supervisor... Oh, that's not what I'm looking for. Um, the orchestrator? Is that the person? The composer? The composer would be what I would want, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm not... Was the music that good? <clears throat> That we weren't Vic, mentioning. Vic him? made a comment about it last night. Oh, all. I said it sounded like John Williams at times, but it wasn't. It was the guy who did the music for Willow, I believe. Danny Elfman. No, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lion. Honey, I shrunk the kids. This movie could only have been better if what's his face, Richard Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis had been in it. Wearing the fifth helmet that's too big for him. He would have been like some needed comic relief. <laughs> goes to shoot at the lion and it knocks him down and <laughs> helmet goes rolling away. Uh, yes, Mahina. Why did is... you go on when I said Rick Marinas? Is he dead? No, um, <laughs> I just love him and he retired. Uh, but some fucking asshole like punched him in the head in the streets of New York City. Just walked up and fucking punched him for no reason. And like he got caught, thank God. Um, but the world was like up in arms about it for a couple of days because he ended up in the hospital. <laughs> the whole world united for Rick Marinus. For was, like five seconds. It was amazing. It was beautiful. <laughs> we all put down our differences, gave up our political alliances for a few short hours so we could all hate one person unanimously. Yes. Okay. Tangent. Boop. I kind of added to it, but I don't want to lose my tokens. Boop. No. <laughs> Uh, I think that counts as your tangent because you asked me about Rick Moranis. Mm. Boop for all of us. Apparently. I disagree. <laughs> all right, we're all down one tangent. <laughs> Damn. It's like a video game. We have a special attack, and you can only use it so many times, <coughs> or else you die or something. <laughs> tangent. Now <laughs> we need to come up with strict rules on what defines a tangent. I guess it has to be longer than a minute, maybe. That seems fair. Uh. Speaking of longer than a minute, what you doing over there, Kitty? I'm trying 
figure out what we knew the um is there a baby no that's a cat that's a cat mm-hmm. the the wife from because we mentioned that last night and i was just looking to see if i could find anything that oh, we i thought we looked it up no we didn't we didn't no. um but i'm not really seeing anything she was in um uh the mary poppins movie and she was in something else was she mary poppins no oh. well then nobody remembers that <laughs> I remember Dick Van Dyke. No. Yes. yes. I'm yeah. talking about... Um... Okay, so... Starts <clears> off <throat> with Lieutenant Colonel... Uh, 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 oh, God. oh, all right, right. The trivia contest. On. <laughs> trivia contest. <laughs> the cri- trivia contest competition. <laughs> I want... I, okay, so I want you guys and Gales and... Gales. That's it. Gales. Gale Force wins. And babies. I would appreciate it if my co-hosts would join in on a game with me. Okay. Because I felt that the phobia that I found was just, like I said, just very straightforward. <laughs> so, I want you to tell me who was not considered for the role of John Patterson? What was his name? John yeah. Patterson. John Patterson. <clears throat> Only one. You can both guess for the same one. It's fine. I tried to come up with some, some interesting ones here. Was it Tom Cruise? Was it Kevin Cosner? Hmm. Was it Nicolas Cage? Was it John Travolta? <laughs> or was it Patrick Swayze? Holy crap. How many? Five answers. What was the first one that you gave? Uh, Tom Cruise. I don't think he was considered. I'm going to guess... Patrick Swayze. Score one for Max. <laughs> the only one of those actors that was not considered for this role and approached for this role was indeed Patrick Swayze. That's interesting to me. I would have guessed Kurt Russell until you gave the answers, but... Oh. <clears throat> uh, I, that would have been an interesting one because I didn't mention Kurt Russell. Well. Oh, okay. But before you read the answers in my head, I was like, oh. Kurt Russell, maybe. I could have seen... I definitely could have seen Kevin Cosner do this, although I think he would have brought a different tone to it. However, if they would have brought Tom Cruise, there would have been no peril because he would have just run away from the line. <laughs> and I wouldn't have been able to catch him. And Nick Cage would have made it a very different... Oh, my God. <laughs> I got lions! <laughs> Does anyone want to kill a lion? I'm going to kill a lion. <laughs> How about you get the fuck out of my... Better yet, I'll get the fuck out of your space. <laughs> Lion's like, what the fuck? <laughs> they just roll over dead, so they don't have to hear him talk anymore. <laughs> All right, so you have a chance to redeem yourself, Kitty. Who was not considered to play the character of Remington? Was it Anthony Hopkins, Robert De Niro, uh, Sean Connery, well, Michael Douglas, we all know that one. Or Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> hmm. I'm going to say Anthony Hopkins. I'm going to say Sean Connery. It was Jeff Goldblum. Damn. <laughs> I I thought that maybe him riding the wave off of um, Jurassic Park a couple years earlier might have <laughs> influenced uh, that. He's still riding that wave. Was that 97? 93. Ah, I was on. <sighs> what a delightful man. So, yeah. Uh, I thought that was interesting when I read that. Some of those I understand, 
And they were leaning really hard for Anthony Hopkins, the studio was. And it turns out that Michael Douglas was a producer on this movie, and apparently there was some animosity about this, but he decided that he was going to play this role as the producer. He just decided this, and apparently it ruffled a lot of people's feathers. Maybe he had a very particular idea in mind of what he wanted. I thought he did a good job. Anthony Hopkins played Van Helsing, so... I couldn't see Sean Connery playing this character. I, I don't know. He was the African hunter from uh, League of Extraordinary League of mm, all right. I could very easily see him. I don't know about... What was the other one? Have to hunt down these lions. He said Anthony Hopkins, Jeff Goldblum, Sean Connery, and... Robert De Niro. I Robert could, De Niro. I, I yeah. wouldn't have seen Robert De Niro. Do this. No. Why wasn't William Shatner considered for this? Probably because he was like, uh, lions, no. We have to kill the lions. I only do space stuff. <laughs> I could have seen him being Beaumont, I think. Yeah, maybe. Shatner. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Anyway, All right. That All was right. my little bit of fun trivia. I just was... That's it? Two questions? That's all this time. I win. Who played the lion? <laughs> they right. did actually have tamed lions. You might be interested to know. Peter. I'm sure they did. Tamed is a... I'm, I'm doing the rabbit era. You were going to start off the movie there, Max? You were. I was. Um, it starts out with Lieutenant Colonel John Patterson... Uh, making his way to I don't know where I guess it's Parliament or something. or something yeah, yeah. of uh, Mr. Beaumont his office and at first I wasn't sure what to think of Beaumont I thought maybe he's like this happy-go-lucky guy like saying you know oh people think I'm handsome and I'm a good talker right. and then he immediately goes you're gonna hate me yeah. <laughs> my whole purpose in life is to torture my employees and I'm like surprise no. I'm an asshole it turns out to be true later on <laughs> the biggest douche nugget that ever nuggeted. At least he's honest. <laughs> Does he also... Oh, I was going to say... Most of the bosses I've ever had are like, I'm going to talk really nice to your face, but I'm going to screw you over behind your back. Yeah. We're a family. <laughs> also, go out in the cold and the rain and do this job because I don't want to. Oh, and by the way, I could hire a high schooler to do it better than you. <laughs> Things you hear that? Actual <laughs> bosses. If you're an employee, don't say shit like that. An employer. An employer. An employer. John. John. Mm -hmm. John. Jacob. Patterson. Jingleheimer. Patterson. Yes. Uh, on his way to Africa. To Africa. After telling him that he... The cradle of life. Didn't mm. care about... <laughs> he was like, thanks for, for opening up to me. I don't care about his wife. <laughs> he makes it very clear he doesn't care about him at all. His brood. Yes. Uh, Just needs to get the bridge built. Like, yeah. he literally could not make it any clearer. <laughs> the, um, just for anyone that's wondering, um, <clears throat> I did do some research on this, and I'll be chiming in occasionally with some things that I find interesting. Um, but one thing that I thought was interesting and does explain a lot is that uh, Val Kilmer apparently found out about this after it had mostly started pre-production, and they were trying to figure out who they wanted for Patterson. And he approached the producers late in the game and said that he wanted to be involved and had not even, I don't think he even had a month to prepare because they were moving on it pretty quickly and he came into it fairly late. Um, so that's why his accent is god-awful, I think. It is terrible. <laughs> but I'm not saying I have a great Irish accent, but I don't think it's any worse than that. I think that if you had more than a month to prepare for something like that, that you could, you could get your shit together. Yeah. But... And I, I mean, I love Val Kilmer. I think he's a fantastic actor. However, that accent was just 
it was a good attempt, I think, but it was not great. Yeah. Uh, so he says goodbye to his wife, who's pregnant. And very understanding. Pretty cool about it. You go, you build your bridge. Yeah. Um, I think she, initially she was supposed to go with him, and then she was like, no, I'm staying here. Yeah, where there's no malaria, yeah. man-eating lions. Because she was pregnant. Pergnan. 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 I prefer to go to places where there's no malaria. Um, I prefer to go to places that only have lions. You can get... Um, it's not a vaccine, but like you can get like an anti-malaria shot before you go. It's 100% effective. It's not. But. Oh. Malaria is a parasite, for those of you who don't know. Yes. It's not like a virus. It's a parasite that lives in your body. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't care for that very much. By mosquitoes. <laughs> so he's all on his way to Africa. In his gets, very dapper explorer outfit. Yes. Yeah. Gets somewhere near Africa and then hops a different train that is the actual Africa train, apparently. Yes. And Let's he starts hanging out with Agnes. Starling. Starling. Agnes? Augustus? <laughs> his name was Angus Starling. Angus. <laughs> Augustus Glute Angus Starling. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and they pass hippos, God forbid. I'm surprised they survived. Anyone on that train survived. Gross, bloated hippos. I, mean, I won't deny that. They are pretty gross. They're <laughs> adorable. They Dude. excrete orange grease out of their skin. I don't care. They're they so live cute. in their own pool. The baby ones, maybe. They're so cute. They're so cute. I love them. And it took me a while to realize they were riding on the front of the train. <laughs> yeah, there's like a bench up there. For <laughs> yeah. I preserved us the best seats on like the Like where train. the cow catcher should be. <laughs> I imagine like or one the of lion catcher, elbowing the other and being like, a good thing there's no man-eating lions around. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I sure hope we don't get attacked and eaten. I'd be very afraid to get attacked and eaten. But yeah, Val Kilmer, Kilmer's giving Starling some animal trivia to lock away in his brain, apparently. Yeah. Because we all have stupid animal trivia locked away in our brain. We do. I do. Platypuses are actually poisonous. You guys are going to be virgin on tangents here. I, one, I just, one <laughs> sentence, that was it. I don't know how many I have left. I think I have two. I gave you tokens. I would think you'd want to get rid of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to break that unholy trinity. <laughs> well, they get to the forward camp, I guess. It's, it's basically at the end of the line, literally, because uh, right, that's where the line stops. But uh, uh, Starling gets out some medical supplies for Dr. Hawthorne, mm-hmm. and they go meet Dr. Hawthorne, and he shows them somebody who was attacked by a lion. He Very gently him, attacked. He makes him stand up and, and walk over to him. <laughs> it was like three little bite wounds on his thigh. But he makes him stand up and walk over. He's like, Thank you. And then he walks back and sits him back down and he needs help to stand up. Just walk over and point to him. Vic keeps slamming his I massive hands sorry. into his They're, microphone stand. My hands are, are as big as my chest. It's difficult. But anyway, at, at this point, you think, oh, here, here's some man-eating lions. But it really wasn't. It just attacked the mule, I think, and the guy kind of got in the way. But Val Kilmer, you know, he in a demonstration that he cares about these people and wants to do right by them, grabs his Lee, uh, speed, Lee, yeah, Lee speed sporter rifle, which is like the everyday man's hunting rifle back then, I guess. Uh, 
Makes a nice kitchen sound. Mm-hmm. Puts some rounds in that sucker and then goes up into a tree. Does he put bait out for that? No. He does, in fact. He puts out a donkey. A donkey. Not that night. I thought so. I thought he did too. And he sits up there. Because um, it attacked a donkey once. Yes. So it might attack mm, one again. Oh, yes. You're right. And his friend says Starling. something. Yeah, he says, can I go with you? Who Asks. does have a very nice accent. Asks to go. And he goes. And of course, he, he would be me. I would be like, oh, man, hunting lions. That sounds really cool. Okay, like, I'm going to go. And then I'd be up there for 10 minutes. And I'd be like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm I cold. And there's butt Back to my, my camp. Butt hurts. Like, and he <laughs> starts talking to uh john john <laughs> I don't know why I can't john wick he starts talking to john and he's like oh hey john and john's like <laughs> and he's like oh, okay but like my, my cramp i'm getting a, a cramp in my butt <laughs> and it's getting really bad and, and i can't I, it, the pain's really unbearable and john's like fucking suck it up buttercup <laughs> Except he doesn't say it like that because he's like a proper person. Mm, he's, he's a, a gentleman. gentleman. <laughs> Gun-toting gentleman is what he is. I like his suspenders too. His mm. even when he doesn't have a coat on, he has them, and they they have bullet uh, loops. Yes. Men's pants used to come up so high in the back; they like come up between his shoulder blades. <laughs> Basically, galoshes. <laughs> Chest waiters. But they were nice pants, though. They were. I, his whole outfit. I would very much like to have an outfit like that. It's uh, very nice. It's, it's off, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's uh, it's antique classy is what it is. Antique chic. Yeah, that's the one. Antique yeah. chic. <laughs> um, there are a couple of times in this movie where lines feel a little weird to me. Oh, yeah. A little forced. And uh, that was one of them where he says about you can go down and the lion will eat you and it was meant to be a joke but it didn't really land that way for me he says, I wonder like, if they like rewrote things because there are things he absolutely could not say in an yeah. Irish accent <laughs> like I just I feel like it might have been funnier if, if he said something like you can try to get back to the camp but if the lion's already hunting us you won't make it you'll you'll get eaten and then he'd like grip the tree again and be like or he might not be I don't know or something, just something that was a little bit funnier than what he said was just a little weird. And I think it was meant to be a joke. It's just, I don't know, it was weird. So. Well, the point is, the, uh, a lion shows up that night, and he drops it with one shot from his Lee Speed Sporter. Uh, and everybody's celebrating because he killed a lion that mm-hmm. scratched a guy. And... For, I think, a week or two at that point. Uh, maybe a little longer, actually. I think it might be a couple of weeks that they go without any incident. It's it's like three weeks, I think. Um in the movie. And that's when he talks to his... Far enough along to be ahead of schedule. 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 Just like John Hammond. Uh, <laughs> spared no expense. But they spared every expense on building this train. <laughs> Can you build it out of bamboo? I asked for steel. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, so it, it's been like three weeks of, of bliss, and I guess. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that's when he's talking to his foreman and Starling. And his Mahina. foreman's like... Yeah, Mahina. Mahina. Yeah. Uh, he says, I, I killed a lion. <laughs> like, what'd you use? And he's like, my hands. And that's like a gesture between them. <laughs> and then he has that... They raise part of the bridge and they look at each other and raise their hands yeah. up and... They do the boob grabby motion. The boob grabby... That's the best motion. Yeah. Universal for bliss. Now. As long as it's been invited. And the lion claws. <laughs> <laughs> Not mutually exclusive. Uh... But there's that part where he tells him that about killing a lion with his bare hands. Uh, and... 
they both they're occupied doing something else and he stops and turns very abruptly and looks out over the ah yes it's not wheat i don't know what it is some the tall native grass vegetation that's that prairie amber grass. color and they have some beautiful shots of just the smallest little hints of something being in the grass. Yeah. They're really, really beautiful shots. I mean, Africa's beautiful to be well, with. It, in, it is in general, but these shots are just so well done. And I don't know how how many hours of footage they had to scrub through or how many hours, weeks of time somebody had to spend out in the field to try to get these real... Because they, it is a real lion. Like, there's no way that they had well, an they did have... to that point. Tamed lions. They did. But, I mean, how can make them walk wherever you want? Probably Just slab of meat <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> on a stick. Possibly, <laughs> but still, the the amount of effort that they put into getting these shots, they are really good. They um, are, yes. And it's one of many times where there's just a little bit of a hint of something, and you can kind of see it. And he's, I guess, we're. He doesn't know it's there because he doesn't say anything about it. But we're supposed to assume that maybe he senses that there's something more to it. He senses it in his claw hands. Yes. His lion killers. And big grabbers. <laughs> he... Starling. Mm-hmm. In the beginning had... There... He went through and he was telling Patterson how there were all of... Like, all there was all this discord between um, the... The Muslim Indians and the Hindu Indians and the Indians and the Africans. The Indians don't like the Africans and the Indians don't like the Indians. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. they brought Hindus and Muslims with them, and the the uh, in, or the Hindus don't eat cows; they think they're sacred, and the Muslims do eat cows. And that's kind of awkward. (laughs) These were in the days before Gandhi. I don't know how you get around that. Well, he might have been alive back then. Maybe a kid. Uh, A baby. Yeah. Presumably. It's just a baby. Uh, But he... So him killing killing this lion was his way of bringing everybody together. It's a very unifying gesture. I think they ate it, maybe. Uh, Possibly. I would eat it. They, I mean, they did bring it back with them. Yes, and Samuel made uh, a claw Well, later on, once the killings begin in earnest, he gives him a necklace yes. made from the claws of the dead lion that was supposed to protect him. Yeah, because then after they get a a fairly monumentous task completed, where they, they lay a very... Monumentous? Monumental. Do you mean monumental? No, I'm pretty sure monumentous is Monument- a mo- You can have a momentous occasion... And a monumental accomplishment. All right, this is not a tangent. This is you arguing about a word that I used. Monumentous. Diction is important. Okay. I'm confused. Okay, you figure that out. It's it's not a real word, apparently. Uh, It does not seem to be. My mistake. They get through this massive task, this difficult task. This huge task. uh, This giant fucking girder. Huge Without the H. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huge. Huge. They use their, their human hands to <laughs> lay this girder. Yeah, it's like a big, I guess the like central piece to I would the assume, yeah, it's the, the load-bearing beam. And they look at each other from across the bridge and make mm-hmm. their boob grabs hands. <laughs> and then that But night, in this whole camp, doesn't seem like there's a boob to grab, so. It would seem not. Uh, I thought maybe some of those red warriors that showed up might have been 
Hmm? Someone that might have been female. Yeah, the Maasai. That's such a cool name for a warrior. It really is. Maasai. (laughs) We'll talk about them. I think so, too. And we'll discuss them. But it is not long after this. I think it's that night. Yeah, I think you're right. Because he's talking to, like, about about Mahina. And how how cool he is. and, And he is. He is very Dude's cool. freaking ripped, too. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. He's got like 1% body fat, maybe. <laughs> I think that he would have done a really good job playing the witch in his house. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, but he can't do better than Javier Botet. No one can. No. He would have this movie would have only been made better if... Javier Botet played both yes. the lions simultaneously. <laughs> Just sock puppets on either one of his hands. Rawr, 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 So, <laughs> Ma, uh, what's his name? Mahini? Mahina. Mahina. Martini. Vax martini. Mahina. There's a martini rifle Ooh, in this movie. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Mahina. Yeah. Uh, they all sleep in a pile like hamsters, I guess. <laughs> I um, took issue with this. I, I mean, I don't know what Abdullah's sleeping situation was, and maybe Mahina preferred to sleep with his men like maybe Mahina preferred to sleep in the same tent as his men there you go <laughs> there's nothing wrong with sleeping with his men <laughs> no I just I just need an accurate representation that's yes. the issue uh, but um, Patterson and all I mean all the white guys have like cots and shit to sleep on <laughs> And then Mahina, who who has a very important job, is in there sleeping the foreman, yeah. on the floor with guess, all of his guys. I guess that he was, yeah. I thought for some reason I had replaced it with headcanon that he was sleeping on a cot, but I Mm-mm. guess it was just a bedroll. They were headcanon? All... Yeah, it's a term for when you create, like what Kitty does to this movie every time she watches it, where she blocks things out and creates other storylines. Oh, yeah. It's when you create something that you, in your brain, truly believe is part of the movie and you don't realize it i do that all the time yep then you watch the movie or whenever you like whatever your casting is for um characters and books and then Mm. like that's your headcanon for the characters but then the movie adaptation comes out i'm blocking all this out and picturing a (laughs) headcanon and how (laughs) cool that would be (laughs) that shoots heads or that has a head-shaped piece that spits cannonballs out Uh, it's a cannon attached to my head that shoots heads. <laughs> wow. I want a head trebuchet. <laughs> Imagine the force that that would put on your spine. <laughs> to break you in pieces. Uh, I thought a head cannon would be much better, but... <laughs> whose tangent was that? Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> it was yours. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. You know, if I'm going to be tallying this, there's one for me. Yeah, there's at least one Head cannon tangent. It was worth it. That was so worth it. That was pretty good. All right. Someone, so, please, please, if you are an artist or an aspiring artist or feel like you have any artistic <laughs> talent, please make us a head cannon and a head trebuchet. Don't actually make one, draw one, right? Sorry, yes. Animate one. Please illustrate that for us. <laughs> yeah. And send it to Hounds of Horror. Oh, God, don't pod. actually don't make one. Don't actually make a head cannon. <laughs> no, no, no. Just illustrate it for us. Yes, make a Hounds picture. Hounds of Horror at Pod. Somebody stopped listening before I, before I corrected it. Now somebody's going to go make one. <laughs> they slam their headphones down. I must do this. We need to talk about our logo tonight, too. Yeah. We do. We do. We do. Is that what you were pointing at me? Because I thought you were yelling at me about a tangent, but it wasn't a tangent. I was about to. I, it was a request. It was a thoughtful mm. request. To our, do you not All want right, to see so that? All right, so anyway... Um, I want to see a lot of things. But 
Yeah, so Mahina and, and all of his men are sleeping with their heads at the post in the middle of the tent, and then they're like fanned out in a circle. That's why I'm <laughs> actually it. rather artistic, but it is. I'd want to whisper to people as I was sleeping or getting to sleep. I would be uncomfortable good job today. with somebody's face that close to my face while I was sleeping. Mm, okay. Like, I'm not either. Get your stank breath and your snores out of my face. Okay, that's I mean, that's fair. No, I think a lot of people back then probably had stank breath. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I don't remember exactly how the lions are. I guess they're just prowling around. And uh, uh, you don't really see it too well, Mm-mm. but Mahina gets drug, dragged out of his tent. Drugged. Drugged. Mahina dragged. gets drugged by one of the lions. <laughs> Checks him first. <laughs> With sinister antifreeze. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We completed the bridge. I like it better this way. I'm going to make a new drink called Sinister Antifreeze. (laughs) It's a shot. It kills you. But, uh... (laughs) (laughs) This will be the best drink you ever have. Uh, (laughs) So it drags Mahina out of his tent. And he, I guess, can't put up any fight at all. It it drags him out and then, like, switches its grip on his leg and keeps dragging him out, like... And he's About a hundred feet, yeah. Grab the grass, and it's cutting his hands all the shit. Oh yeah. He's trying to. Well, there's sawgrass and oh, God. the locust thorns. The, the, yeah, whatever those thorns were. Um, Hang on. Hold on. We're getting an air raid. I imagine there's just a giant spotlight outside right now. <laughs> Actually, it's kind of something like the combine. Sorry, guys. Are here for me. <laughs> it has something to do with nuclear launch codes. I don't. I sold them like two Has weeks ago. Has to do with ago. head cannons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find whatever stocks there are for head cannons and buy them up right now. <laughs> Picture, make kind of like a t-shirt gun, but mounted to your face. <laughs> I, I imagine, I was actually imagining like a t-shirt gun too, but one that had your face, like a an image of your face that like had like the o- oh, the, the the dummy opening oh, mouth <laughs> but it'd be great if that face cannon shot a picture of your face at stuff <laughs> is the helicopter gone I think so. yeah okay so poor Mahina yeah he's getting all torn up and just can't do anything to save himself yeah. and they eat him most of them they uh, leap with him into I guess the the lower branches of the I think they're locust thorns. It may be some other name for it. But they leap over the lower branches, I'm assuming with him in their jaws, in its jaws, and leaps him through, drags him through those branches. Yeah, and they... it looks rough. Go out after him and they find him the next day, I think. Yeah. And... Yeah. (sighs) They licked his skin off. And then started eating him from... Started eating him from the feet up. Yeah, and I felt like they kind of shot their load, so to speak, on <laughs> the uh, special effects budget on his corpse. Yeah, they didn't use it a ton, but well, it looked good. Well, when they when they showed the vultures, yeah, picking yeah. at him. Well, and just his whole body was. They did a really good job with his his corpse. Mm. But you don't basically see any other wounds or anybody else dead for the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah, not really. Uh, I mean, 
you see dead bodies, but like you don't see anything really done to them. The tent massacre, you see. A little bit, but like it's not nearly Starling's as... Starling's pretty good. Starling? Oh, yeah. Starling's oh, was pretty good. Yeah. You're right. You're right. But they... Uh, the <sighs> There wasn't a lot of blood in the, uh, the tent scene. Oh, yeah. Listeners, spoiler warning. If you haven't watched the movie yet... <laughs> <laughs> It's too late. It's too Just late. tune on in. And forget about it's it. It's too late. Watch it later. You might actually literally forget about it if you're like me. You might. So, I, uh, does Val Kilmer then rig up his his trap in the boxcar? No. Not the yet. next night he does the donkey thing again, expecting that it will yield the same results, and it does not. And the no. next night it, in fact... I would like to point out that man-eating is not a traditional lion trait. No. No. <clears throat> um, and these particular man eaters exhibited behavior that wasn't even seen from other man eaters. And male yes. lions typically don't do the hunting. Typically, no. So typically, male lions are responsible for guarding like territory boundaries, which I guess there's some speculation that maybe that's what this was because they were pushing the railroad out further and further and they felt like they were encroaching on their territory. But there's a couple of other interesting facts about this that they leave out of the movie. First of all, neither one of these lions had manes, even yeah. though they were both male. Uh, some male lions don't. It's weird that they both didn't. Also, they're massive. But if you look at their skins in the museum, neither of them had a mane. Yeah, right. they're massive. They were nine feet long. Yeah, almost ten feet. Huge Is that animals. nose to tail? Yes. Okay. But they are massive creatures, which is terrifying enough on its own. But yeah, they were, um, so it, it's, there are a lot of different con- conflicting reports, but typically lions kill a handful of people, and it, it's tragic, and I'm not trying to downplay it, but they kill, I mean, pick any other lethal experience, ladders kill more people every year than lions do. They're probably on par with lightning or sharks. It's it's like maybe two or three people a year. It's it's very small. Um, I think it's a little more than that. It might be a little more than that, but it's it's a very small amount. Like one or two hundred I don't know about that. Two hundred. It is estimated that two hundred and fifty people are killed by lions every year. Oh wow! I was way off. But that's the thing. Like people are killed by lions, but lions don't traditionally prey on them. If you get too close to a male lion, he'll kill you. But if that's he's bad. got a gazelle or something he's eating, he'll go back to eating that. Also, that doesn't um, that doesn't make a distinguish between lions that are in captivity uh, yeah. shows raised by people who don't know what they're doing all those situations as well and that that adds a good amount to it as well so it is way more than i was thinking however it is fascinating and awful that these lions killed somewhere like i said there's conflicting reports they killed somewhere between 90 and 138 people in four months those were patterson's observations yes a scientific study thought it was closer to 30 something yeah oh but very different but still uh, that's a very different number. I thought I did a decent amount of research, but apparently not. <laughs> also, how do I do research? <laughs> well, you get on the Smithsonian website and look it up there and then realize it has almost no useful information and then go to Wikipedia. <laughs> it, like, there oh, was Wikipedia. literally no information on who played the uh, the tribal members, like the extras in mm. this movie. I, I looked for... A while. I wonder if they were just tribal members. Well, and that's I'm I'm thinking that maybe the Maasai were. I did read one thing that said that a lot of um, 
the Maasai were played by South African actors. Hmm. So I don't know if they were actually a tribe or if they were South African actors or if they... They looked the part. They did. Um, But those feather manes that they wore during the hunting... Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Well, I don't necessarily mean that. Those did look good. But I I mean... like deadly flowers. Their physicality, they looked like... The depictions I've seen in the, in the the I believe I've seen some pictures although I don't know how that like documentaries as far as um, but Maasai warriors are very tall and very lanky and have a ridiculous vertical jump it's crazy so anyway um, did you notice we'll get to it we'll get to uh, it. so the they, lion killings begin yeah they um have a memorial for. Mahina. What did he... No, not yet. So, they... <laughs> Val Kilmer does the claw thing. Yes, he does the claw yeah. thing. The booby thing. At the thing. funeral. And... The funeral pyre. Uh, he was... I think he was Muslim. I think Mahini was... Mahina was... I don't, uh, yeah, I don't recall. Um, then, the next night, he does the donkey thing again, but it doesn't work, and the lions actually attack at, like, the other end. Right. Of the, the encampment, which is huge. I mean, they have thousands of men working on this bridge. Mm. So they have a pretty big encampment. And um, I think after that is when he decides to go about it a different way and decides to set the trap. Yeah, he makes a, he rigs up a boxcar. There are quite a few more killings in between those. Yes, right. there are. It, it's like a montage. <laughs> it's kind of, but it does culminate. Could have played the chicken dance music during Like something out of Most Extreme Challenge. So it it does culminate with the lions attacking during the day. Which yes. has never happened before. And I believe... Is this when Angus gets it? Yeah. I'm not sure how it starts. I don't remember that part of it. Somebody they... gets attacked. Yeah. And they hear it. And so he's passing out weapons. I think Samuel gets a double-barreled 12-gauge. And uh, Angus has his... Uh, I think his is a Martini Rossi. Like, black powder rifle. Yeah. Um, Martini Rossi. I think that's right. Uh, and of course, uh, Val Kilmer has his Lee Speed Sporter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they are making their way around the train station to where they're hearing um, this yeah. kerfuffle. And he's being real careful about it. He looks up on the roof of the train station he and tells, looking around. Uh, Starling to say, stay there, like stay back. Yeah, because it looks for a minute. Starling masters his courage and goes running up, and he's he's gonna get in the fray, and he's. He's trying to do what he can to to save these people he's been working with, and he gets to his big moment, and that's when Velcomer gets there and says, "Stay here." <laughs> he didn't stay there, he, much like Carl from The Walking Dead. He's not there. Yeah, <laughs> and they walk around the the train station. And they find and the lion. They, they, they find the lion and the guy that he killed and and it's, it just takes him forever to decide to shoot it yeah. oh my god it takes them forever to decide to shoot anything after that first night I'm like why did you bring a gun if you're just not going to use it 
Yeah, there is an awfully long time where he has a very, very, I wouldn't say easy shot, but seemingly for him an easy shot, where it's maybe, what, 10 meters away, if that? He's got maybe 30, 40 feet. And, Which is a perfect lineup for that rifle. And he's walking around, got it in his sights, walks around, got it in his sights, keeps going, got it in his sights. Oh, no! <laughs> and they oh, darn, there's one behind us. There's two of yeah. them. And you hear the roar. Just the two of us. And it goes leaping down. and <laughs> It jumps off the roof and scratches Val Kilmer's arm and rips out Angus's throat. Yeah, lands right on him. So, Mr. Beaumont comes on down to Africa and uh, basically telling Val Kilmer, you know, <laughs> you're a screw-up. Yeah. I don't know why I ever hired you, but it would take too much time to replace you, so, you know, get this taken care of. Yeah. And that's when Val Kilmer shows him this trap that he's rigged up. <laughs> and Beaumont goes... Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. I see what it's going to do. That's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. It turns out later to have been quite effective, but... uh, He spends a couple nights in there waiting for the line to come in. He's got a back door into the boxcar and then a droppable steel... uh, Gate. Gate, yeah. They're girders, Venetian blind. Um, (laughs) Basically. (laughs) That... You know, when the line comes in, trips the wire, and it drops the barrier behind it, and then you're behind steel bars, and you can shoot it. So he spends a few nights trying to do that. doesn't work. And at one point, um, I guess he gets tired of waiting, decides he has other stuff he needs to do, and he puts three ex-murderers, I guess. Well, it wasn't that he was tired of waiting around for it. It was that I think the, the intention was that there was going to be a cycle of people who were on watch in this thing, because he made some comment like, I'll take first or something like that. Like, he he planned on being the first one to stay in there, but then it was going to cycle through other people who were good at shooting. Yeah. So he trains these three guys to shoot, or whoever. By shooting flowers? Was that at that point? He's not training them. He's assessing that they are able to shoot. Each one of them says that they're a very good shot. And I forget how it comes up. Oh. Yeah. They say they used to do a lot of hunting, and he's like, no, you're not. You're murderers. Oh, yeah. you're- but that's okay. That's good for the situation, <laughs> is essentially what he says. Yeah. And these hardened killers <laughs> managed to not do a damn thing. Again, I, that's three shots spaced equally apart, or three barrels spaced equally apart, and they miss this massive lion. It, it goes into the trap and triggers it, and is trapped. And it's bashing up against the steel bars between it and them mm. and they are just firing wildly every single shot hits one of the steel bars like you couldn't just walk up and put your gun barrel right to the thing I don't know there's a lot of yeah. Um, but, but yeah. the point is they and accidentally yelling. damage the Venetian blind and it gets out and there's more killings And I do like the part where it roars so loudly that the one the one uh, mercenary dude is holding his ears because it's and it would be ridiculous oh especially loud. inside the box car inside that steel box lions oh, have a very supreme ability to vocalize yeah, it would hurt so bad so i get i get being scared but i think even the odds of not even winging it between three people firing multiple shots apiece less than five feet away it seems really unreasonable <laughs> but it is a movie i've also heard there's a slight chuff or something before a lion springs at you it's like a 
like you know, or something like that. Bears do that. Yeah, I don't know what if it's some like drawing in breath or something, but there's supposed to be some indication that it's coming. I mean, it could be <laughs> like, I mean, this is probably not true. This is one of my tangents, but in karate, um, you're supposed to exhale. Well, in okay. any exercise, really, you're supposed to exhale on the exertion. So that's probably what it is. Is whenever animals get ready to exert, they they exhale to like give them that extra it's possible it could also be a territorial thing like i said bears will do that they call it i think they call it something along those lines chalk one up for katniss everdeen cat. yeah so it's their fusillade is totally ineffective and uh well it's okay i see what you did there their attempts are ineffective, but the box works. The box worked. It's a sound principle. Uh, as we find out. But then, uh, I guess it's not long after this that the guy with the red turban, what's his name? Abdullah. 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 He, he is basically telling John that they're leaving. He can't protect them. and He does talk him down once before when Beaumont gets there. He's yeah. like, look, if you're going to let your guys go, that means you don't have the courage to face this. So you need to leave too, because Abdullah like was going to stay, and finish out his contract or whatever. Something. But we might have our timeline slightly askew. Oh no! What a shock! I think the boxcar <laughs> thing might have happened before Angus dies, and I think Angus dying mm-hmm. during the day. Is what makes them all leave. No, because nope. we know there's died. two lines at that point. Yeah, okay, you're right. And he died before Beaumont got there, and mm-hmm. he didn't use the box until after Beaumont had you're been right. there. You're right, you're right. Because no, they carry right. his coffin. Beaumont goes, where's where's Sterling? Yeah. They're like, oh, right here he comes, yeah, out in his yeah. pine box. Yeah. Because um, Val Kil- Kilmer can't just, like, just not even Patterson, Val Kilmer, right. just can't spit it out and be like, he's fucking dead. Like, <laughs> he's like, uh, 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 as if this guy actually cares about <laughs> Starling. He has made it clear that he doesn't. He brought Bibles for him. I brought him Bibles to thump. (laughs) No Bible thumpery here. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, so I think it's right after this, Abdullah is basically like, we're all leaving. And they're on the verge of, not a mutiny, like a riot, I guess. Well, hold on. (sighs) Must I? Because they say that he's the one... That brought this upon them. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So, Remington gets there before Abdullah leaves. No. Well, yes, but... Remington gets there. No, he doesn't get here before Abdullah's starting this riot. Because Remington's the one who oh, stopped the riot. Oh, okay. I... God, now the whole story's fucked. <laughs> we'll, just cut, we'll just cut that out of there, because I thought you were talking about a different scene. Abdullah starts shit a bunch, so I, I was confused. Okay, well, this particular bullshittery starting... <laughs> Um, he's basically telling John Patterson that he's the reason these lions are attacking. Everybody believes they're ghosts, not actually lions. And, uh, like, they are on the verge of maybe attacking Patterson and Samuel and, uh... It seems possible. Hawthorne, maybe. Um, but then, uh, oh, he says the devil has come to Savo. And then this giant is called a a Howda pistol. Howda. Howda. Oh, okay. It's like a, that shotgun thing that he had. But you Bird. see that get pressed right up to Abdullah's temple. And Charles Remington, Michael Douglas, is there. He goes, yes, the devil has come to Savo. I'm the devil. 
Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, okay. Yeah, you All right. I'll see you. <laughs> and he basically <laughs> diffuses this riot and and then calls on his, what, 10, 20 Maasai warriors. Yeah. Abdul <laughs> looks at him and goes, it's been a pleasure, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is a peaceful solution to this. You seem like a smart man. I am. Or you seem like a man who wants to live. I am. I absolutely want to live. <laughs> absolutely. Positively. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, he says, I think it's been a pleasure. <laughs> Abdullah, like, even though he's a little shit, is probably one of my favorite characters. <laughs> guys, well, you specifically, you're like, yeah, he starts shit a lot. Yeah, he's a little shit. <laughs> Fuck him for wanting to protect his men. <laughs> Not wanting to get eaten by lions. What a dick. Just the way he goes about things, like, he's he's kind of an ass. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But uh, Remington diffuses that situation, and then he does like a hoop of some kind and like a whoop and uh, his Maasai warriors pop up out of the grass. And I think there's 10 or 20 of them. I guess they were just crawling up at that point. Yeah. But I mean, those 10 (laughs) Maasai warriors. We gotta make an entrance. (laughs) You gotta crawl on the ground (laughs) until I make the signal. (laughs) But they would be formidable indeed. And that whole band of workers would not have had a chance against them. No. Uh, they have like their skin shields and spears and clubs. Some of them have. And... Imagine just trying to outrun one. Oh, forget it. <laughs> I would never make it. <laughs> if they decided that I was an enemy, I'm fucked. Like I, in the best shape of my <laughs> life, I wouldn't have made it. I'd uh... make it twenty feet and then get attacked by a lion. Immediately, <laughs> <laughs> just start going. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> Start making this sound. <laughs> I don't know if this counts yeah. as one of my tangents, but Shaka Zulu's warriors were armed the same way, and they mm. fought an entire empire, yeah. viciously and effectively. So <laughs> that tells you something. Oh man, it is a very cool scene, and it's a very effective way to introduce that character and introduce the fact that he is someone who is able to gain the respect of a very uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Formidable? Not formidable. A very secluded. Um, secluded, kind of. Yeah. Unfriendly, probably. Uh, uh, Smelly. <laughs> Everybody smelled back then. <laughs> I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for. Closed off, secretive. A very, a very uh, clandestine club of people. <laughs> clandestine. Sure. I mean, they're exclusive, too. Oh, my God. (laughs) Basically, you're one of them or not. So, uh, anyway. (laughs) So, anyway. Uh, Beaumont makes a comment that he's going to try and find Remington and send him down here. And then if if shit's not resolved, you're fired, blah, blah, blah. But it turns out Samuel um, is friends with Remington, and he's actually the one that brought him up there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And Patterson goes, you knew him? And you didn't say anything? And Samuel's like, you didn't ask. (laughs) ask. (laughs) I love Samuel. Yeah, me too. He always just chimes in at the right moment with like a a little almost bland joke. That's really funny. He reminds me of... uh, one of my tangent tokens. He reminds me of what I imagine to be Sazed from the Mistborn books. Uh, Very much so. I called him Sazed. Sazed. I, I, both don't, I don't think that was, that was a tangent. I, that was very short. It counts. So I'm going to mark it down as a half tangent. <laughs> we, can, we can use half tangents, I think. Well, you can parse them out like pieces of eight, I guess. 
Are they cursed pieces of ape? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. There's no such thing as an uncursed piece of ape. It's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> what does that even mean? What? I need you guys to explain to me what a piece of eight is. Oh, my God. This is not one of my tangents. No, 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 no. This, is this isn't going I in. I had to explain this in our Blades in the Dark game because I cut a coin and they're like, why would you cut it? And I'm like, it's like a piece of eight. And they're like, oh, what? Back in the day, like on the Spanish main, down in the Caribbean, Caribbean, however you want to say it, like they would have these silver pieces, right? Okay. But if you wanted to buy something and it was a lot more, a lot less valuable than a single silver piece, you would cut it into eights so you would just pay with like a fraction of the coin that's a piece okay. of eight so that's why that made that joke in the third parts of the Caribbean movie that they had nine pieces of eight okay now we got that out of the way mm-hmm. what was mm-hmm. I even ta- why did I say that what was I talking about pieces oh, of eight I don't remember something about being cursed <laughs> oh yeah we, we were talking about uncursed pieces of eight ugh <laughs> so Remington shows up to the camp and basically takes control um, he's like I want to get out of here in three days or so and you want to keep building this bridge do you disagree with any of that and Patterson's like nope Yeah. and so they walk into the hospital tent he's like alright first thing we're going to do is build a new hospital tent and do this and that and of course Dr. Hawthorne's like this is some infantile shit that I'm hearing right now and Remington, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Clearly, you know what you're doing. Uh, you know, this place smells like flesh and infection and blood. Yeah. And I guess you didn't see the paw prints out there. That means these lions are thinking about this place, too. And he looks over at Patterson, and Patterson's just like, do what you got to do. He gives him, like, 24 hours to build a new hospital. It's crazy. Uh, it's, I mean... Essentially, it's pitching a large tent. With thousands <laughs> of people to work on it, I guess it wouldn't take very long, but... No. I'm gonna oh, guess... and they also... Uh, he also had them start making the, the thorn fences. Oh, what the hell were they called? Moas? Moabs? I don't remember. Mambas? Not Moabs. The Mamba number five. <laughs> Moabs, yeah, that's a bomb, I think. Side. <laughs> That's where you keep it. <laughs> I keep it all in there. Until it can manifest itself as a mental illness. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still thinking about head cannons. <sighs> pew, pew. That'd be great. That'd be a great way to end an argument. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, so Remington has them make the, the out of these ridiculously sharp thorns, which I don't... Yeah, the will... What did you call them? Willow thorns? Or? I think they're locust. Locust thorns. Um... Which would be very effective if the lions weren't increasingly intelligent and crafty. Um, But it turns out those fences were completely ineffective. Uh, But he has them make those. They move the hospital. Um, They start building up giant bonfires to try and keep it away. Um, Them away. And then I think the next day he actually tracks one of them. That's out. when when they all go out. That's when the oh. the Maasai and Maasai, Remington cool. and Patterson go out hunting them. But before this, the doctor goes up to Rem or not Remington, um, Patterson. Patterson, and he goes, "Will you trade weapons with me? Mine's a heavier caliber, and I'm going to be staying here watching the tent." And you know what? I missed that whole part. Yeah. Yeah, because, I, like, I was like. Later, he was like, the whole thing with the gun happens. 
And I was like, huh, that's weird. It's yeah. weird that they just <laughs> tell us that he switched weapons instead of actually They did. Okay, I missed it. Anyway. But, I mean, that's, even me not being a prolific hunter in Africa, like, I would not take a weapon I've never used. Unless it was a very dire situation, like somebody was breaking into the house right now, and I, I, that was the only option that I had available well, okay. to me. Then yes, but no. If I, that's your only, if that's your only resort, yes. Yeah, but not when you have a weapon you know works in your hand, and you're going out to kill a man killer. Yeah, because <laughs> that's what happens. They Remington tracks it to a little. Uh, Glade, I guess yeah, you'd call it, like a veil. a bunch of trees. Trees and rocks and trees. And uh, he takes his Maasai clan out there, and they're all geared up for war. With their, They look like angry, lethal sunflowers. <laughs> lethal sunflowers. <laughs> they do. Their headdresses are crazy. But... Yeah, I mean, they look like lion's manes. They're, oh, they're yeah. made out of ostrich feathers, and they look like lion's manes. You hear that? Ostrich feathers. Not made out of hippo feathers. Yeah, because hey, those can with kill feathers hippos. would be terrifying. They'd be even ten times more gross than they are. I imagine they're only <sighs> flying for maybe a couple feet before slamming into the earth. And they also wouldn't be yeah. able to groom their feathers, so like they're like they the walruses of the land. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and and the water actually. <laughs> they're like the walruses of Africa. Um. By the way, where's the zoologist? They're Crypto. called honey locusts or thorny locusts. Are the names of those bushes. horny locusts? Horny locusts. Horny, I like horny locusts better. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I could you not find. Name, <laughs> I couldn't find what the name of the fence is called. But they they do uh, mention it. <laughs> so they track this lion to this veil, and he gets his Maasai warriors to fan out, and he's in the middle, and he sends Lieutenant Colonel, what's his face, Patterson. up to like the ridge, in case they flush it out mm-hmm. for him to shoot. Gives him the high ground. Mm-hmm. And they do flush it out. And that lion looks scared, to be honest with you. I, um, <laughs> I think it definitely sees that it's being closed in on by people that want to hurt it. And, uh, and who can hurt it. Who can hurt it. My God, those spears. <sighs> Good fucking luck. <laughs> <laughs> There's two parts just before that. One, I think they have arrows, too. One where they're at the camp, and one of them... They're not doing like a whetstone or anything. They just... They rub something along the spear. They might just be cleaning it, and they make that shink sound mm-hmm. that makes it sound super. Oh, it's like a curved piece of metal they keep on their hip. It's like they, like, I don't know. Oh, that was a bell. That's why they stuffed grass in it. Okay. And they take the grass off, and then that's why they start going like jingling-a-ling. Well, I'll through. never say anything about anything again. Um, so. But the one other part that I thought was weird is... This <laughs> will be right. You're on a wee fist. Always. There's the part where after they're they're getting their spears ready, one of them... Like <laughs> the best way I can describe it is they, they waggle their spear and it yeah. makes a <laughs> oh it does it looks like rubber <laughs> like well, they're very thin necks yeah spears. very flexible yeah um, also I, I, I would just like to point out that I accidentally said Van Damme instead of Val Kilmer Kilmer like oh, five minutes ago and neither of you correct I assume Val Van Damme <laughs> Val Van Vagel <laughs> boy I've been thinking about that name all week Van Vagel. oh man. Anyway, it sounds like something you can be. You've been vinvagled. <laughs> um, they do flesh it out. They do, and uh, it goes right up to Patterson, 
And he's got that stupid rifle that he didn't bother to try out before going on this hunting trip. It looks so heavy. Why, it's... What was that? Um, I don't remember the name. It is a heavy gun, though. Um, it's a lot bigger bore than what his three or three was. Because that clearly wouldn't be able to kill a lion. All he did with it was kill a lion. <laughs> right. <laughs> but he aims at it for 73 years <laughs> and then it's pulls the trigger and it goes... <laughs> Even the firing pin firing just shakunk. <laughs> and then yep. he just drops it. Not literally. He he lowers it. He's like, oh, I'm about to die. And then mm-hmm. Remington takes a couple pot shots at it with his... They, his gun's not actually named. It's it's either like a Purdy or a Holland, Holland or something like it's that. It's definitely not a ranged rifle. It's like one of the earlier like nitro guns. Yeah. But I there was a part here where... Oh, they, no, it is. Oh, it is. Uh, oh, yeah. It sounded. It seemed to you me. You can put a scope on that baby. <laughs> oh, well, my mistake. I mean, I am not the weapons expert of the podcast, but there. It's not followed up on, but it definitely seems as though when the lion's running up to him, uh, him being Patterson, you hear shouts and screaming in the background. That's supposed to be, I assume, the inner monologue of Patterson as um, this thing is coming to him. They don't really elaborate on that, but they make it kind of seem like. Before he takes the shot, and even after, or he attempts to take the shot, and his gun misfires, he's hearing or getting filled with this this terror that this creature is is imbuing him with, and like it's um, putting him in a weird trance. Almost, yeah. They kind of his face, like a e- vampire. Yeah, it's glamorous. Or gambit. Oh, yeah, gambit. I mean, I would. I would too. He would be like, here, hold this. Would what? Have sex with him or be entranced by him? Both. Like, me too. And he, he could literally give me something <laughs> that I watched him put energy into, and he'd be like, hold this. And I'd walk away, and then walk away, and I'd be like, okay. I would have happened? been doing more than holding it by the time it blew up. <laughs> I'm like, eh. So, during this whole situation, a zebra comes out of the woods. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. Zebra. a zebra scares the shit out of... Val Kilmer, which I mean, if I'm hunting a lion and something comes at me, all of a sudden I'm probably gonna poop my pants. But Zebra was probably like, I got the best hiding spot. They won't find me in here. Oh shit! <laughs> but uh, I think the... a pile of newspapers would be the best place for a zebra to hide. <laughs> I think that's fairly accurate. Among white tigers. <laughs> I can just see a bunch of Siberian tigers, like, white with black stripes, and, like, a zebra's like, they don't know yet. Like, <laughs> They'll never know. I mean, rawr. Rawr. <laughs> Are we going to go eat a zebra, if you know what I mean, guys? But the... No, because we don't know what a zebra is, because we don't live near zebras. <laughs> uh, but the, the Maasai... The noises they're making sound similar to zebras? A little bit. Yeah, they're doing like a weird... It's almost like a battle chant, but it's like animal noises. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. I mean, I guess it's enough to put the tiger on edge. I don't know if it's legit, though. Was there a tiger in there, too? Lion. Okay. With a lion on edge. That's a tangent. There's no tigers in Africa. (laughs) (laughs) Not natural. The hell it is! (laughs) (laughs) So... Am I wrong, or do none of the Maasai see that the, I almost said it, the lion, like, really at all? You're wrong. When? They're all standing around Michael Douglas while he's like, shoot her! And... 
<laughs> Work her back. All tunes there. Sorry, wrong movie. But also shoot her. Nedry knew better than the mess with the lion fences. You play fetch. Play fetch. <laughs> fetch a stupid stick. Uh, but I, I, I feel like none of them got a really good look at it, and I feel like it didn't do anything that a lion wouldn't do in that situation. I can tell you why. Um, okay. They, later on, right after that incident, when he's like, you brought an untested rifle to hunt. Mm-hmm. You fucked up. It the, was literally right after. Yes. Right. The Maasai warriors leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says they're leaving because they saw that lion and they think it's a spirit. Right. They don't it's want anything evil. to do with this anymore. So all the, they just saw it. They didn't see anything more than, like, they... Clearly, they thought they saw something more than just a Apparently, lion. Maybe they, they can see more. And um, I guess that's what it was. I, I just... I guess that's all it was. I, I thought that there was more to it, but that makes sense. They, they, all they have to do is see it. It's kind of like... Never mind, I'm not going to bother. So they they <laughs> retreat, and um, uh, Remington says there's a, a term in prize fighting where everybody's got a plan until you get hit, and that is true. That is 100% true. It is. They're both that, 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 Especially if you're fighting a southpaw. <laughs> yeah, both that that is a, a term and also that it's a legitimate thing. Um, and he says, well, you've just been hit. But it's up to you to get back up. Yeah. Getting back up is up to you. And the goddamn, like, crackly joints. It wakes the baby. It's so bad. <laughs> uh, so I... I st- uh, it's after this it starts to get a little fuzzy. I think... This is when they do the hospital thing. Okay, yeah, they... After the Maasai leave. Remington and... Patterson. Patterson set up in the old hospital... And like they drench a bunch of blood around it and cow parts, and which is like a living cows, hut, I guess. It's like a modular metal shack, basically. Yeah, it looks like it. It looks like it was made in. It's it sturdier like, than a tent, but it's not necessarily a long-lasting shelter. It's like the next level in any survival game. It's like yeah. the the slightly reinforced walls. It took like <laughs> thirty raw ore and one wood, and they went clunk 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 and upgraded from a tent to a metal shack. From from fabric to mm-hmm. uh, it's level two. Yeah, level three is brick. Just like in Frostpunk. <laughs> so I was thinking seven place. days to die. <laughs> oh well, that too. Uh, uh, <clears throat> Um, yeah, so they set up, him and Remington set up in there, and, uh, pour an impossible amount of blood on everything. They would have had to kill, like, four cows. A little bit of blood on the (laughs) ground looks like a lot. It's a lot of, they paint an entire wall of the shack. So did the Hebrews, when... Moses was trying to make them not get, get killed by the angel of death. out of my fiction. I'm just <laughs> were, were, were they trying to ward off the spirit that's going to kill the firstborn? Or were they trying yeah. to yeah. bring lions in? It was for Passover. Yeah. So the spirit would pass over there. I'm houses. talking about the movie. Oh. Because I don't understand how that has anything to do with them painting the entire side of their shack in presumably cow's blood. I hope cow's blood. It's to attract the lions. Well, yeah. But why does it need to be that much blood? So they can smell it. They're clearly they going to go to the hospital it while they anyway. were inside. Yeah, but you want that to be the biggest source of blood smell in the camp. I guess. Which works for a little bit. The lions are dicks about it. The lions are like, oh, these motherfuckers. But see, now here's another thing. And maybe it's just because they're manhunters. But 
traditionally lions, well, predators won't go for a diseased animal. Uh, Maybe like Komodo dragons will stuff like that, but like they'll make it a diseased animal. Well, lions and tigers and stuff, and bears. Snakes won't eat like pregnant. (laughs) Snakes won't eat pregnant food. Right, (laughs) pregnant food. I mean. I mean, they're just like predators in that, in that sense. <laughs> and most of the guys in the tent are suffering from probably gangrene and malaria. So Probably not pregnancy. Diarrhea, <laughs> dysentery. <laughs> you don't want to be dysentery. Oh, God. Disco Get fever. Uh, all right. <clears throat> so they're, they're all waiting in there and getting ready for the imminent lion attack. And Patterson asks Remington... Or Remington asked Patterson, I'm sorry, vice versa. Says that that idea or the, the contraption in the, the with the boxcar, was that your idea? And he says, Yeah. He says, I had a very similar notion myself. Um, and Patterson says, But I'm sure yours worked perfectly. And he says, No, point in fact it didn't. It's kind of a nice bonding moment for them. And it was nice. Because that was almost exactly what he said to yeah. Beaumont. Bo. Yeah. Because he had made this a similar thing in whenever he was in India. Mm-hmm. And he said it, it for yeah. a tiger that was plaguing a uh, work site. It looks like an EpiPen from here. Does kind of. <laughs> um, and uh, at that time, uh, Bowman asks him if it worked, and he says, no, point in fact, it didn't, but I, I believe that the, the principle is sound. Um, and that's which is a nice bonding moment where Remington says, you know, it's a fantastic notion. It didn't work for him either. Um, as they're getting ready for lions. For battle, as it were. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Which doesn't work out. I think one of the lions does harass them in the old medical tent. It like booing by his head <laughs> at one point, and that's about it. Yeah, and walks on the roof for a minute and under the floor, mm-hmm. which was probably and the under the floor part, because you can very subtly see the floorboards shift just slightly, as though a very large creature is pushing up these planks in the floor. Just like that movie with the lion in England or France. What was that called? <laughs> Brotherhood of the Wolf. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, the weird chain sword thing. That was a cool sword. That was pretty cool. Not a Tangent, you did it. You brought it up. Um, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so they take a couple of pot shots at the one lion. Just the one lion. <laughs> yeah. And then both of them go in. I don't think this happened. It's. They seem like by all reports, they, they drug away like two people a night. Which is terrible. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't attack a whole building full no. of people and just wreak a slaughter. Um, but they did in the movie, and they killed everybody in the medical tent. Yeah. And Hawthorne runs down there to try and do something, because that's those are his patients. Hopefully somebody told him that gun doesn't work. And Samuel tried to stop down. him. <laughs> Patterson just came back like, here, can we trade back? <laughs> Sorry, but, uh, I want this back. No seats. Um, But... Uh, Samuel tries to stop him, and he says, "No, like th- those are my men. I gotta go take care of them." And he is. At some him. point, Samuel admits that he's afraid of lions. Oh yeah, I, I feel like he admits it multiple times in different ways. <laughs> there's a, actually the early on in the movie. There's a really uh, a very well written line where he says, um, "If if what was the foreman's name? Mahina. 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 He says if Mahina, a man so powerful." could be killed by these lions what hope do the rest of them have mm. that's fair and it's very true so it makes sense they spread fear very quickly but there's a part when they're in the in the old hospital that I thought was really funny 
Val Kilmer Patterson is he's <laughs> got his gun out the window and you see a very quick outline of a lion flash by because it, it walks by one of the, or walks in front of one of the fires outside and Remington goes come over here and takes his spot and Patterson runs to where Remington just was as though he didn't <laughs> trust him to shoot <laughs> it's just it's weird and that's when Patterson's looking out the windows and then he looks over at Remington and that's when the, the lion's claw comes in and like the wee by his face <laughs> and knocks down some shelf. And yeah, a barricade shelf. Just, <laughs> and that's when uh, Remington tells him to open the door. And Johnny, hijinks ensue. get the lock. And he goes over and pops it open. Nothing happens. I was expecting a, a lion's paw to go whenever. What about a monkey's paw? No. Mm-hmm. no we were talking about that. And you weren't listening and then you talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> So well, it would have been funny if a lion had stuck its paw and then went like that <laughs> with a chain. Stuck a monkey paw. The lion stuck the monkey. Oh, paw I was trying in. to copy what you said. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I lost the joke, and I thought it was you funnier. Weren't listening. I thought it was funnier to think of a lion holding a monkey's paw. In its I'm paw. doing really good with names tonight. <laughs> You're not paying attention. You're keeping us on track. I feel like we all just shifted one rotation. <laughs> Like, where the bullets in the chamber of a... Th- All right. I'm currently distracted by the elf bottle on the table. Elf. It's real elves inside. I'll count that as one of my tangents. It mm. is makeup brush shampoo. Not that you care. Mm. You're Beaumont. You don't I care. said don't do that. Don't do what? That. I'm keeping track of my own tangents. Your tangents. I don't need any paper towel jet tangents. I feel... <laughs> He's also keeping tangents. track of my tangents. Okay. No, I'm not. No, he is. Oh. You I do. I have one K written on my paper. <laughs> no, only one? I guess a K and a half. That's how we were talking about pieces of eight. There you go. Cutting up your tangent coins. <laughs> oh, so let's start great. back from there so, so we can have some oh continuity God, with no. this podcast. All right. <laughs> yeah, so... let's go back. Uh, <laughs> um, they arrive at the medical tent way yes. too late. Just like way they do all the time. Yeah. And there's one guy running. And even if they do show up on time, they don't, like, <laughs> shoot. So do I shoot it? Do matter. I not shoot it? Am I just a cog in a complex machine? Duh. Are these the ones that we're going to shoot? <laughs> That's a lion. But the uh. it isn't. Uh, so <laughs> They're really hindering work on the bridge, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they do mention earlier on in, in the movie, and I can't remember if we talked about this, but there's different theories going around the camps about what the lions are, that mm. they're there to stop the white folk from taking over the the country and mm-hmm. or the the continent and um like that kind of a thing they're the so. spirits of medicine men come back to sow madness among the men oh my god and then eventually they're the one that samuel says he believes is that they are pure evil that they are of the devil African? just like michael myers african witchcraft is so interesting we talked about this with the night witch I know, and but we're talking working about on it again. <laughs> I feel like Patterson could have been Doctor, whatever his Strange name loves. was. No, <laughs> Doctor, whatever his name was from from Halloween. There could be lions anywhere. You see the tail moving behind him. You see them dragging people out of camp, and he's like, "Wait a minute, hold on a second. Something's not right here. Literally. Oh, my shoes untied." Talking to someone, and then looks away and looks back, and there's a bloody spot. Huh. That seems weird. We shouldn't be laughing about this. We should. This really happened. People died, a lot of them, but we're still laughing. Even if you go with the conservative number, it was awful. It was really awful and terrifying. And not a great way to go. One of the worst ways on earth. Uh, I'm telling you, that's 
and listeners. But maybe enough time has passed that we can laugh about it. You can implement this. If I were in this situation, I would wear a spike suit. Twenty something years. Every single night that I go to bed, in that, if I were in that situation, (laughs) I would wear some kind of spike suit. I don't know how I'd make it. Maybe out of those honey locust thorns. But I yeah. But then you would take points to exhaustion because you can't sleep properly. And you would also like be stabbed through with horny thorns. Or whatever. Perhaps just a blanket that's made of those thorns just poking outwards so I can I can rest in somewhat peace. Um <laughs> Victor not. would have been on the list of people that got eaten. <laughs> right away. I'm safe in this thorn suit. <laughs> and then you're laying there and you're like <laughs> like trying to roll over because you have spikes everywhere and you can't stop because <sighs> you'll stab yourself. <laughs> I hope for everyone else's sake that no one else would be in my tent. Sometimes I roll over in my sleep. And then <laughs> so I tent would have been torn to ribbons and like hung up around him. <laughs> and he'd be screaming in the middle of the night. It's got me. <laughs> I don't know how you guys slept, but I slept great last night. I would have covered myself in feces, and that's how I would have slept. <laughs> it's about as, as effective, I would think. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, if you start getting eaten by a lion, just shove your hand down his throat and you'll be fine. <laughs> I let you go. I I still have not proven that theory, but I, I think it'll work. Hope you never do. <laughs> Nobody take our advice. No one. If but, you're ever attacked by a lion, mountain yeah. or otherwise, it's one of my old theories that that would work, and I've never tested it. So if you test it, <laughs> we'll go to your funeral, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> or possibly the lion's funeral. All right. Where were we? So the next morning. Uh, Abdullah's like we're fucking leaving and yeah and they all leaves. pack up and, get and he just out. stands triumphantly on the train as they all plow out of there I thought Patterson might have shot him on his way out <laughs> just like in the foot yeah <laughs> I'll teach you to be concerned about your own life yeah bitch <laughs> so Remington says I don't know about you but I see some tracks going that way and I'm gonna follow them and they do and they find a horrific chamber of death. That's right. They find yeah. a dragon's lair. Basically. Mm-hmm. They go in. What was on the floor? Was there like gold earrings and yeah, bangles? There, and There were some, yeah. some. I, just, I presume from natives. <coughs> Excuse I me. assume so. While I was watching it last night, I thought that they were implying that the lions had killed all of the Maasai. And I was like. Oh, God. No. No. And then I realized that the bodies, like the skeletons, were way yeah. too old for that. And there were a lot of skeletons. There was. Hundreds, and they had those perhaps. little, uh, like, miner's lamps that they lit that have, like, the lens to mm-hmm. amplify them. That was a nice touch. I should have brought a canary, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They went on quite an excursion to find that. Like, it was a half a day there, half a day back, because it was, like, dark by the time they were getting back. Yeah, more or and less. And HD both ways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it just, Thank you. I the boots that uh, Patterson is wearing do not look comfortable. Hobnail boots. They look super uncomfortable. I can't imagine wearing those for that amount of time. Like I can't imagine wearing anything except for hiking boots for that amount of a walk. But, but this was a different time. The thing is, that's all you had. <laughs> yeah. The longer you wear something like that, the more your body gets used to it and the more you break it down to break it in to fit with your body. So I'm not saying that it wouldn't have been uncomfortable, but he probably was fairly used to things rubbing and I having guess. sores. Yeah. And it's just part of what he did. 
But it's so uncomfortable for that them. is a, a really cool, very chilling scene where they get in there and Remington. They got wool socks on underneath. I would assume so. Remington, who knows a lot about different creatures and their 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 hunting tactics, says, "This isn't lions. Don't do this. This is they're just killing for sport. It's they're the night witch." Oh God! Could you imagine that? No. <laughs> and a, an orange. I spend rolls many out nights of, trying to not imagine that. An orange rolls out of the mouth of the cave. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so that's a I that scene is really chilling, and they both. There's a part where, and I, every time I hear it, I get chills. Patterson goes to take a step back and crushes through a rib cage, and realizes he looks up like at, Gimli from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's a tomb. <laughs> he step or he looks up and says, "They'll know we've been here," and it's just a really chilling moment. And I don't know why it's quite so terrifying for me, but man, it's freaky. Is it after that that he builds his? Um tree stand yeah, I don't remember what he calls it but yeah he says it's too small for him or it's too small for both of them and Remington says that's fine you're the one going up there <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're after you anyway so yeah. here's one thing I wanted to note about that <clears throat> again Remington did not exist but some of these things are true and um, Patterson did indeed build that to he did perch on but the truly terrifying part of that is that he did spend a full night on it the first night and at one point after several hours of waiting realized that the lions had been stalking him for hours walking around in the darkness Mm -hmm. just out of view for hours he did very much believe they were after him and they probably were uh but i will say the rest of this movie is wildly dramatized yes um he did spend time in that thing and they were after him there it is. There it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. God. Just gonna check real quick. It's just <laughs> nothing, nothing out of the ordinary here. <laughs> I like the beginning of the movie starts with Samuel saying, and we're going back to the beginning now, guys. Um, <laughs> starting over. Starting over. Samuel says, "You must believe, even the most fantastic parts of the story are true." And <laughs> I remember thinking, "No, they aren't." <laughs> <laughs> What could you say to get me to not believe that it's yeah. true? <laughs> you must believe. Even 2% of the wildest parts of this story might be true. <laughs> and it's... Uh, I'll say it's like 40% to scale for history. It does seem like they did an okay job. More than a lot of other true stories. And again, I'm doing the sarcastic air quotes. <laughs> he didn't actually do them until he started talking about sarcastic air quotes though. <laughs> Just gonna narrate every part of my life and call me out like that. He's standing there with his hand on his ribs and his hand yeah, on his hip. He's not standing there. Sitting, You're sitting. already Description's about failed. 40% accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I guess you don't have any right to judge this movie's interpretation of history. I can do what I want. Uh, so. Uh, They're sitting there around the fire talking. No, no, no. And he's talking about making the the thingy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The it it's basically a giant sawhorse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of. You're not wrong. Like, but flimsier. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> bamboo. Large pieces of bamboo. It looks like. It, it if it were a sawhorse, it would be like a sawhorse for ogres. Sure. <laughs> Theoretically. <laughs> I don't know that ogres do much building or carpentry, but perhaps. You don't know. Maybe they got a nice little house out in the country. <laughs> well, what is this, a sawhorse for yeah. ogres? His swamp house. Yeah, yeah, there you go. 
His lifestyle is disgusting. But... And that's when Patterson, the night after they discuss building this, is when he has his dream. He got a letter from his wife saying that maybe once she had their baby, mm-hmm. she would bring the baby to see him. Which sounds a terrible hilarious. idea. Yeah. yeah. And was he not writing home about this the whole time? Like, hey, there's these lions that are here. I think he omitted that part. Everything's going great. I'm awesome. They all love me here. Everything's fine. What's after this? I guess he has the dream. Well, that's... (laughs) So, yeah, he, he has this dream. Not yet. This is after they kill the first one. Is it? Mm hmm. Oh yes, it they was. all get drunk, and he gets like a drunken yes, sleep. Was. Okay, oh, so I know what I'm asking for. Yes, you were. He goes up <laughs> on his giant sawhorse and is sitting up there and like twiddling his thumbs. Could have made it wider or put a chair on it, maybe, or added more supports. Bring a cushion with you. A cervical cushion, not a cervical cushion. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? A coccyx <laughs> cushion not is what I either. meant. I think you meant coccyx. Coccyx, yes. Coccyx. <laughs> what that is. I mean, even that would be better than just a board. I don't know about y'all, okay? I mean, my co-hosts and listeners. But if I were in this situation, I wouldn't rely on guns only. I would bring some other kind of weapon with me. Some bladed weapon or edged weapon of some... At least a club. Something... Because bullets do run out, and you can drop things, and guns might seem well-made, but it doesn't take much to fuck them up. A little bit of dirt, a bend in the wrong place, and you're fucked. Especially back then. Yeah. Well, I would argue back then a lot of guns were made a lot better than they are now. They couldn't rifle them and make them as small as they do now. Mill. That's the word I was looking for. They couldn't mill them to make them as thin as they do now. So those... They would be pretty friggin' heavy. But still, my but point is still valid. I mean, like an old Colt piece. I don't know about that either. I don't think that it was necessarily the guns as, as much as it was the way that the ammo was made. I don't think guns started really jamming up until they became like semi-auto or auto. No. And that became an issue. Okay. I mean, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they had their misfires and jam-ups and shit, but... My point is, you can only ever be so sure about your weapon... And that is not 100%. You can't ever... I don't know why I said it that way. You can only ever be... (laughs) Leave it. It's fine. But see, if I had a nice, purdy rifle in my hands... Not pretty. Purdy. Purdy. Brand. Brand. I would feel much better with that than I would with, like, a Chinese broadsword. Which would probably be my choice of sword. I'm not saying it's the only thing I'd bring. I just said that I would also bring that. But if I was reduced to my broadsword... I'd be like, I'm fucked. I'm so fucked. Broadswords are heavy. Yeah. At that point. And if I miss my first swing, I'm dead. Yeah. (laughs) Just hope that it comes running at you like Nika does at the end of Paranormal Activity. Just hold your sword out straight. I mean, that's all you could do is just hold it and wait for it to leap on you and hope it impales itself on the sword. (sighs) But anyway, he's up there in his hidey spot. And... Has a baboon tied off somewhere nearby because yeah. it's supposed to scare the lion away, but he's also trying to bring the no, lion no. in. Samuel says baboons, they hate the sound of baboons, yeah. so they try to kill it. Oh, I, I thought they were... Okay, that makes sense. That's, That's a lore. Unfortunate. But, uh... For the baboon. Oh, whatever. Fuck baboons. They're mean sons of bitches. Well, they can be. It seems. They have scary-ass teeth. They're also omnivores. And scary asses, too. <laughs> They'll eat... Just They're disgusting enough. asses. <laughs> 
Give me a lemur any day. They're so cute. You spend a lot of time looking at (laughs) baboon asses. (laughs) Stupid red bongo drums riding around in the Sahara. (laughs) Sahara? Sahara. Sure, yeah. Savo, Sahara. (laughs) Uh, But at some point, I guess the lion attacks. Or no, the the baboon runs up the stand. It tries to, yeah. And and it spooks him, and he drops his rifle, and he falls. No, an owl flies at his head. (laughs) That's right. It's the dumbest the fucking thing. owl. This owl's like, you're in my space now. Get out of here. And it's like, blah, blah, blah. And so he falls out of the tree stand. And now this is actually one of the parts he gets to use the howda pistol mm-hmm. to its actual use, which is like a last ditch effort to deter a tiger or a lion. And the lion lunges at him and he pulls out this massive pistol shotgun and just fires a shot like right into its chest. And it, it, doesn't scare off, but it's like, oh, fuck, and runs away. It, it bites it pretty good, yeah. Yeah. And it takes off running. But that is, it turns out, the exact use for those pistols. I would imagine so. I mean, a shotgun pistol is really only going to be one of those sort of point in the general direction that you want something to go away in and squeeze the trigger. <laughs> yeah. I was reading, um, I forget where it was at, but uh, how to was like the basket you ride in on top of an elephant. Oh, and tigers okay. would climb up the elephant to get to its riders. I've seen it. So well, you had these how to pistols. So if it got there, you could, you know, shoot it in the face. And... I would have been clear. I've seen video of it and one video of it, and it's terrifying. <laughs> I wonder what that elephant thought. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that elephant probably thought, hey, guys, you're fucked. What the hell is this on my <laughs> flank? Pretty sure I'll be fine. You guys are fucked. <laughs> but yeah, it's the. And the interesting thing is that. It's true that an owl did come out and generally harass him, but he didn't lose I've his shit. I've never heard of a human being attacked by an owl. He didn't lose <laughs> his shit and fall off of his platform thingy. It just generally harassed him for a bit, and he eventually he took a shot at what he thought was one of the shapes of the lions in the darkness because, again, they were hunting him for hours, and he eventually... He took a shot in the darkness or at the darkness? Uh, both. 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 Or it could have been the ghost. He wasn't sure. It was one or the other. <laughs> but he took a shot at one of them because he could see a very faint outline after hours of this, of them walking around the, the small perimeter of the, the uh, platform he'd made. He took a shot at one, and luckily it ended up being a killing shot. And the owl had nothing to do with it. And... I just think it's a little ridiculous that they made it seem as though he got knocked down by the owl. Whatever. It's more dramatic, so it's fine. A killing shot? Mm-hmm. From? His rifle. Remington's rifle. He's talking about the real story. The real story. Oh. The real story is him realizing that he's being hunted and had been, had been hunted. Right. And takes a shot at what he thinks is just the general silhouette off in the darkness and just luckily hits one. He That one, I believe, if I read the stories right, he shot it in the leg, the hind leg, which crippled it. And then he put one through its shoulder into its heart, which killed it. Yes. And the second one was shot like nine times. He wounded Jeez. one of them the first time. And it was when he tried to do... Because the thing about the donkey was true. That was actually one of the... the uh, um, aspects of the story that got they got correct was that someone had gotten attacked that was riding a donkey so he used the donkey to try to lure it out and it worked but that's when his gun misfired so he wounded the animal but didn't kill it and they were okay for like a week or two and they were all rejoicing because they thought that maybe they had killed it or that it had gone off to die and that's when he um, the killing started again and they 
Um, actually, I think that was a second lion. Yeah. But still, it, that part of it is at least true. The gun did misfire and he wounded the animal instead of killed it, instead of killing it. Um, but yeah. But that one, I just picture like the the old timey hunter with the like the hunting helper that tags along behind him. Because it said it was shot three times with this rifle, like two times with this rifle. So, And I just picture like him being like, it's empty. And the guy like hands him another rifle. And he's like, rifle. Like, this is in, gun caddy. <laughs> in real life, that was actually Mahina. That was Mahina's job. Oh. Was to walk around with him and carry his guns for him. I mean, that is a real thing. Even now yeah. you go hunt in Africa, you have somebody that carries your gun for you. Yeah. But, all right. So yeah, he gets scared out of his hidey place by the owl, and then manages to the kill the lion. Black, well, well, Remington does wounds it, and then they go looking for it in mm, like a yes. weird stony outcrop. I don't know what the hell that was. It's like weird stones that are just placed dramatically apart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's all like, "Rawr, I'm gonna get you!" And Remington's like, "No, you're not." <laughs> yep, shoots it right through the head. I mm-hmm. think. So there's one down. And then they're back at camp drinking champagne. Each Remington and Patterson have their own bottle. <laughs> and then Samuel walks up and uses this cute little champagne glass. <laughs> little crystal like, glass. Patterson has two. Because they would, it's not like they would have had disposable champagne glasses <laughs> back then. Like, it was a legitimate champagne glass. <laughs> Listening to the other lion howl and howl. Presumably in rage. In rage and grief, I guess. Yeah. Which is good. I, I would agree with Remington. Like, let him fucking suffer. But At that point, you'd, yeah, it's got a lot of blood on its lips. Pause. Claws. Lips, paws, and claws. Uh, I still have a tendency to side towards it. Like, did you obvi- say nips, paws, and claws? <laughs> I said lips, paws, and claws. I like the but nips I, one. I like that too. You got blood in your nips. You got blood in my nips. Runners <laughs> get that sometimes. Are you okay? <laughs> Do you need to go to the hospital? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. There's there's always that part of me. Bonk, there's always that part of me with stories about animal attacks where. I feel really bad for the person, and if it was somebody that I loved, I'd be pissed, and I'd yeah. I'd want it fucking dead too. But from my perspective, I'm I'm also there looking at it like it is an animal, yeah, and well, that's what it's gonna do. Like, but it's taken up something very unnatural. It is presumably an animal. That would have been. I mean, it would have been easy pickings. That sounds terrible, but <laughs> like, it's not. It, it's a lot easier to chase down a person than it is to chase down a zebra. Yeah. Uh, well, zebras also don't have the potential of shooting you. That's true. Although their kicks would probably hurt. Oh, God. At least some broken ribs. I've been kicked by a horse, and it's... Horses are generally a little bit bigger than zebras. At least some horses are. I narrowly avoided that once. It, I was standing close enough it didn't get, like, a good swing. <laughs> Interestingly enough... If you're going to be kicked by a horse, it's better to be kicked closer to their body yeah. than it is further away. Because they'll well, generate some momentum. And that's what wow. your sister always told me. Either stand way back or right up on their ass. <laughs> yeah. They'll just <laughs> fling you, kind of, and it's more yeah. like a fun ride then. It's more like they push you instead of whack! <laughs> so, yeah. They go back. They're celebrating. And that's when uh, that's one of my favorite lines in the movie. And it, it, there are some of these lines that, that are supposed to be funny that don't really land with me. But this was a really good one where he says... Uh, what does he say about his mother god damn it he says uh, my mother always shit. told me to be a sensible gentleman my other, my mother always told me that I was a sensible gentleman or, he makes some comment I'm and I was, sorry he was 
Yeah, I forget. He, his mother imbued him with some quality of personality. Yeah, and <laughs> and Sam's laughing. Starts laughing. Like, what do you? You don't believe that? <laughs> you don't believe I'm a I'm a I'm a gentleman. I'm a ge- or a man with a good personality. <laughs> Samuel says, "I don't believe you had a mother." <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those times I, I fucking love. It's a loved really him. cute laugh. And it's just it's funny to listen to them, and it's they have really good chemistry, the three of them, and yeah. it's just nice. And then it's not. But then. But then they go to bed, and that's when he has the dream about his wife. Let's condense this dream. Who has the largest goddamn child. That is the chunkiest. He's an elephant child. Listen. (laughs) That kid was like two years old when he came out. We know chunky children. We have (laughs) chunky children. Take it. Yeah. They're like double chunk chocolate chip kids. Our (laughs) our two-year-old fits into 4T clothing. We have big babies. We get it. a bunch of plus-size, beefy-looking chunk monsters. (laughs) Call them like I see them. (laughs) Whale biologist. But... Even our kids were not as big as that child. It was a big. It was, he was an infant. Big fucking kid. Yeah. Well, that's he, it was an infant, but it probably weighed the same amount as like she did a six year old, a man eating lion or something. I don't know. So yeah, he's having this dream. You're not supposed it's... to give babies honey until they're a year old because of allergies. Why would you no, no, take no. it to Africa? It, it's. <laughs> It's not allergies, it's botulism. Whatever. (laughs) But anyway. Oh my god. So, (laughs) he's having this dream, which we don't know is a dream. Yeah. I brought my sausage, I mean baby, to Africa. (laughs) Hopefully it doesn't get eaten. I brought my beach ball. Congratulations, ma'am, it's a ten pound ham. (laughs) With arms. Salted and (laughs) pre-cooked. It was also a very pink baby. Yes. Anyway, all right, let's get so, off the baby comparisons. Baby and ham comparison. She. <clears throat> he's, he's having this dream that we don't know is a dream. And, yes. And he's walking up, and it it feels like one of those dreams where there's some place that you need yeah. to be, and you just can't be there. Kudos to them for the bathroom replica. Yes. Kudos to them. Or That's having a gun. Nightmare. In a dream, whenever there's a, a point where I have a gun, always it's got like a 700 pound trigger pull, and I'm trying as hard as I fucking can, and I can't actually pull the goddamn trigger every time. So anyway, yes, you're right. Kudos to them for replicating that. Um, I, I used to have that dream. Here's one of my tangents. I used to have this dream when I was in high school, and I actually had have had it a couple of times since I got out of high school, where we have to run the mile. Like, they have that presidential fitness challenge where you have to run a mile and do so many push-ups and so many sit-ups. I can see any and president in the history of the United States run a mile. <laughs> <laughs> At least nope. in the past Maybe George years. Washington. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> I would have this dream that my gym teacher set a, a tiger on us. Oh, you don't have and to be the fastest. You just can't be the slowest. I'm the slowest. <laughs> Spoiler alert. My kids are chunky because I'm chunky. And I did like a 16 minute mile and I was always the last one. Bad. I mean, to be completely honest with you, a 16 minute mile is not bad. 18 minutes was failing. <laughs> You didn't fail. You got like but, a B minus. So. Maybe a C plus. I don't know. How do grades work? Oh, God. <laughs> it, I And I couldn't get away from it. 
Like right. everybody else was faster than me, and this lion was, or this tiger was moving so fast, and I was moving so slow. I wouldn't even try. But you did it in sixteen minutes. There's one slow tiger that can't run a mile in sixteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure a tiger could cover a mile in about twenty seconds, maybe. That's what I'm saying. I'm really <laughs> fucking slow. It was a really big tiger. <laughs> Might have actually just been a large dog that was spray painted. <laughs> or one that had been raised on vegetables. It's all like. <laughs> <laughs> I've been giving it kibbles and bits. It was actually dead, but. Uh... <laughs> it has a vegan owner that is like, no, my tiger has to eat vegan like me. It was just a stuffed animal. It was tied to. <laughs> it was tied to your <laughs> leg. Oh, oh, it's catching up. Oh, oh God. I can't outrun it. I can't outrun it. It's still gaining off me. That tiger's pacing me, I says. And your gym teacher's all like, yeah, you better hurry up there. Man. This is all your dreams coming together. <laughs> uh, every single one of your teachers tries to talk to you and they all sound exactly the same. <laughs> Well, now, Kitty, you did that mile mighty fine, but I need you to go faster, so here's a tiger rock. <laughs> Welcome to Biology 101. Oh, God. <laughs> They're all standing with their hands on their hands. Oh, <laughs> so buckles, a, mirror shades. Chemistry is chewing tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so they kill a lion. He wakes up from this terrible dream. All it's just the one line, actually, that they kill. Well, he, the the lion is all like brah and, and kills his wife and baby, and then he's like, "Oh my god, it was a dream." <laughs> There's some effects in this movie that do look pretty good and hold up fairly well, and some of them really don't. It was long enough that I had seen it before that I didn't remember that was a dream. Mm-hmm. That's the part that I always think is real in my head, but it's <laughs> not. I was watching. I'm like, no way. No, they're not going to let that tiger lion kill that baby. This isn't going to happen. And then it did. And I'm like, oh, fuck. (laughs) And then it turned out to not be real. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) The most genuine reaction. (laughs) I want want a shirt that just says, oh, fuck. (laughs) 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 H-A-F-A-H-K. So he wakes up. What, what would my funny death be in this movie? Like I said, with the splinter in my chest. Like, oh, I got a splinter. What would this be like? Oh, if only I had some fancy feast. <laughs> oh, no. You'd very, as you were getting like ragdolled around, you'd very surreptitiously reach in your pocket and pull out a ball of yarn. <laughs> Good kitty. Ugh. Go get it. I always carried this just in case. <laughs> it was stupid because it didn't work in the end. <laughs> I forgot about it until just now. <laughs> this didn't protect me And it's me covered at all. in pee pee. <laughs> the longest death ever. <laughs> oh my god, it sounds like something Will Ferrell would do in one of his movies. As you guys come up to me and I'm all mangled and I go, some lions don't have manes. <laughs> <laughs> I tickled its tummy, I shouldn't have. <laughs> I tried to stick my hand down its throat. <laughs> As you hold up your bloody stump. <laughs> Did it work? And your back's all scratched because even though your hand was down its throat, it still had its claws. <laughs> it was a good job, Max. You took out one of its deadly appendages and it, it had four more. I, I think I got a cat scratch. <laughs> Fever. 
Somebody's got to disinfect my wounds. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope other people think we're funny. <laughs> I hope so, because if they don't, they're all going to mob us someday and kill us. It's going to be like For crimes Abdullah. against humanity and history. and Your dying breath will be, bury me deeper than she didn't, sweetheart. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, okay. So he wakes up and then goes over to tell Remington about his sad dream and sees that Remington's tent. Well, is... he doesn't go to tell him about his dream because <laughs> I share my dreams with my friends. All the time. <laughs> but this was 1898. Men didn't talk about their feelings. Just the one friend, actually. <laughs> he, uh, <clears throat> he walks out of his tent and sees that his tent is askew. Askew. He didn't close his flaps right. I better go check on him. Yes. He might be getting bit by mosquitoes. <laughs> yes, and then he goes over and sees that his tent is very much... Befluttered. ransacked. Yeah. And he goes to Follows follow. the 10-gallon blood trail out into the field. Samuel runs out ahead of him somehow. <laughs> around him. Because, because he went to go get his There's gun. There's a path I right think. over here. Yeah, I'm... I'm <laughs> There's a trail. I walk through thorns and yeah, freaking Val up. Kilmer forces his way through the horny bushes. He doesn't even he doesn't even duck. He just mans his way through it, gets all cut up, and it probably takes him a good forty five extra seconds. In the meantime, Samuel's been there, waiting for him, <laughs> checking his non existent watch. It's right, right here. Oh, hang on. You right. could, you're gonna right duck? Here. No, you're not gonna. Okay. He has a giant light up oh. arrow pointing <laughs> to where it is. I cut a path for you. No, you're not gonna. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets ripped up and gets over there and then they realize that Samuel's covering him with his his shemag maybe I'm not sure what you'd call they, that his Navajo blanket to show you that it was him as if you didn't already know they picked up the the spear end that he had got from the Messiah that he wore oh the necklace yeah the ivory thing pause for a sec maybe maybe they thought that we as the audience would assume that he killed the lion and then moved on so we had to make sure they had to make sure that we knew it was actually Remington that died in the fight <laughs> yeah so Remington's dead I guess they burn him right there in the field and I thought he sets, I smelled bad on the outside <laughs> he gets pissed and he sets the whole field on fire yeah which that's what I do when I get pissed <clears throat> yeah I've seen it and um oh there was a part so one of the things that uh, Starling had wanted to do was he wanted to convert yes all the continents. Yeah, he wanted to convert all of all of Africa. We're not we're not gonna get into that, but mm. it, they had like this cute little exchange where he's like, "Yeah, but my my new goal is that I'm gonna convert you two yes before we're done here." And uh, he's <laughs> talking to Samuel and Patterson. Yeah, and Patterson <laughs> says, "Yeah, good luck." My mom was a Catholic and my dad was a Protestant. And <laughs> Samuel says, yeah, I have five wives. Four wives. Four wives. Four wives. <laughs> <laughs> but then to add on to what you're saying, I, I forget at what point it was. I guess uh, Patterson's reading a letter from his wife. Yes. Yeah. And Samuel's like, you like her, don't you? And he's like, yeah, I really do. And as he, Patterson walks away, he's like, I don't like any of my wives. <laughs> cute (laughs) but and then 87 murders later Mm -hmm. well but whenever um starling gets killed 
uh, even though he didn't, he wasn't really a believer. Patterson wasn't oh, really a believer. Yes. He went over and Gave and his last like rights. prayed over him and he did. Yeah, so it was just it was kind of a, a nice. So he knows moment. his religion well enough to, or he knows passages well enough to recite them. Yeah. Well, I'm sure being raised by you know a Roman Catholic mother would get those pretty ingrained in you. But we were talking about his house, and I think it was his house. Max explained that he had misunderstood. It might have been a different one. Explained that he had misunderstood that. Um, no, no, no. This is a, a while back. I don't remember the podcast. But he explained that he misunderstood the word euthanasia to be youths in Asia. <laughs> I had a similar experience yeah. where I thought that Roman Catholic meant roaming Catholic. Like it was someone who roamed around the neighborhood. My mom was a Roman Catholic. I just assumed that that was someone who like... Like there's priests just wandering around being like, excuse me, do you have a moment to hear about Exactly. I thought it was like a, another version of Jehovah's Witnesses that come to your door. There, oh, there's Roman Catholic out there. <laughs> In Rose Red, there's <clears throat> a scene where Nick, the British guy... Uh, <laughs> makes a comment about like he's like telling the future because that's the thing that he does in and, his beer and um he says okay a couple's gonna walk in here he has russian hands and roman fingers and i was like russian hands and roman i was like 11 whenever this movie came out <laughs> you don't and I was like, what oh, it means he's grabbing her tush what is what is it and then like they show him grabbing her butt and i'm like russian hands do russian people do that <laughs> Like, I seriously did not get it. I had no idea what he was talking about. I felt like such an idiot whenever I watched it again, like, 20 years later, and I, I was like, oh. His name was Roman, wasn't it? Just says I'm going to sort it out with the fields burning, and he hears the, the lion roaring, and begins walking towards the other side of the partially finished bridge that they had been constructing. And as he gets to the other side, after firing a few rounds, the lion's all like, whoop, gotcha. Jumps up for a second. It sounds like a police car starting up for some reason. Whoop whoop. Casper, <laughs> go lay down. Yeah, it leaps at him, and he tries to shoot it with another gun that he had. He wildly fires at it with his whatever you call the black powder pistol, <laughs> the powder yeah. pistol. He doesn't. The first shot, he kind of tries to aim, but at that point, it's it's running in the like the rafters underneath or the opposite the the under. Like the pillars. I don't know what it would be. Trusses. I guess. Trusses. Certainly not a catwalk. But he wildly, like, pew pew as it's going. And the second shot isn't even close. He just kind of sort of aims it in its general direction and hopes, which is apparently the use of that gun. But it does not do its job. Last tangent for me. Uh, <laughs> is it called a catwalk if a cat's walking on it? Is, is anything called a catwalk as long as the cat's walking on it? Is that what you meant to ask? I don't know. But the bounty hunter in the last episode of Firefly, he was a bad man, but I like the way he talks sometimes. Spoiler alert for uh, Firefly. Firefly. Well, I'm not going to say how it ends, but like he's, he's looking for River. Mm. And he looks at Simon. He's like, this is her room? And Simon's like, yeah. He's like, is it still her room if she's not in it? Does that make sense to you? And he says a couple different things like that throughout the episode. <laughs> like, right. he'll bring up a weird point and be like, does that make sense to you? And Simon's like, I'm not going to help you find her. He's like, oh, you will. 
<laughs> Simon. Uh, that was his name, right? The doctor? Uh, yeah. I think it's Simon. don't remember for sure. I haven't watched Firefly in so long. River Tam and Simon Tam, I think. But, anyway. <laughs> yep, used it up. I'm done. Yep. All right. I believe so, when it jumps at him, he drops his Lee speed. Down through a hole. Yeah. Go down his the what? hole. His Lee speed. Oh, whatever. he drops, yeah, whatever rifle he had into a crackus. It falls down, and then that's when the lion goes running over top of it. Because it just kind of, like, <laughs> yeah, it just kind of jumps out to startle him and make him drop his rifle. And then goes underneath, and that's when he takes the wild shots at the howdah. And then he realizes he's fucked because the lion's coming back for him. Then he's got no way to defend himself. And that's Samuel's yelling for John and, and goes to run to help him. Every time you guys call it a howdah, I think you're about to say, how to do this? How to do that? How to do, ma'am? <laughs> I, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. And then... Well, Samuel's up a tree at this point. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, fuck this. No, I'm, at this point, John gets up and starts running, and the lion is running after him, and reasonably, John should be dead. Dude, he... What do you call it when you climb up something he mantles that tree real fast <laughs> i mean like he's like straight up that trunk he passed all of his dexterity checks with flying <laughs> he, he, just before that he comes running across the bridge and the whole time samuel's saying get down get down oh yeah and he's samuel wanted to shoot it. <laughs> and samuel just goes nope <laughs> <laughs> like he's supposed to stop and duck yeah. <laughs> i guess if you just ate the pavement and with all your momentum just went down maybe he'd have a shot wasn't a real person (laughs) so Samuel's neither was Sherlock Holmes but I love him so (laughs) Samuel was attempting to shoot the lion but just he just cannot (laughs) he just cannot it's got a tree in between him and the lion so he's and he tries to whip the (sighs) rifle over to uh, he actually throws it pretty far I mean that's a pretty good Toss for a rifle. Pretty yeah. heavy gun. Yeah. <laughs> but it makes it just shy of Patterson's grabbers and it falls. <laughs> and the lion is like I don't think lions traditionally climb trees either. They they do sometimes, um, but it's rare. I think they're certainly strong enough to do it, but they don't No. That's like a cheetah's. They're domain. not like cheetahs that like hang out there uh, like all throughout all the days. I'm pretty sure you're thinking of leopards. Cheetahs climb trees. Cheetahs too. climb trees. They absolutely. They do. would drag their carcass up there to keep it away from lions and hyenas. Okay. Hyenas, more specifically. Uh, yeah. Um, there's hyenas actually are nasty some bitches. Yeah. They're much like Tuscan Raiders in the sense that the first time one comes around, <laughs> the lions like get out of here, and they're like, oh, okay, okay, and then maybe the second time they come back, he might be able to scare them off again. The next time they come back, they're like, yo, I brought like thirty of my friends, and we want what you got. <laughs> the lions like, oh, all right. <laughs> But yeah, lions don't, they're they are not typically tree climbers. They are a cat, however. So yeah. their ability to climb trees is... But now this lion has been wounded, I think. Uh, not not yet. at this point, I don't think. I mean, their faces are perpetually covered in blood, but they I thought are. he had some extra blood. Yeah, it's not possible. yet. And that's when he makes the decision. That, thankfully, he can climb a little faster than the lion can, I yeah. guess. Yeah. He can run faster than the lion and climb faster than the lion. <laughs> he just jumps. Just, I mean, it, it makes sense. At that point, if it breaks a leg, he's going to break a leg, but he might survive. He's going to die anyway. Yeah, so he just leaps <laughs> oh, out God. that tree and thwomps I just, the like, ground. I can't even imagine... Like, that would knock the wind out of you so bad. And I, <sighs> I can't imagine moving 
after that. But I guess maybe adrenaline makes you push through not being able to breathe. You might not be able to feel it. But yeah, he hits hard. And I think if I remember correctly, the lion leaps down behind him and he rolls over and grabs the gun and fires one barrel and wounds it. And it starts crawling towards him. Yeah. Yeah. And he lines up the other shot. Takes, again, forever. Crawls over a stump or a Mm. branch Mm. or a log. and uh, Some piece of wood. When it gets close enough, he slams another round through its eyeball. And... Waits the um, appropriate dramatic amount of time. Yeah. And here's at least historically accurate according to... You got a problem? No. Like you look like you had a problem right now. No. All right. Um, at least according to Patterson's account, he said when he finally killed that lion that he shot nine times, its teeth were sunk into a log as it was still trying to get him. Mm. And that was at the end of the movie, too. You hear, like, this weird crackling noise. I'm uh, like, what the hell? But the lion had its teeth buried in the log. Uh, just okay. in a last throes of rage. and I missed that, but that's actually really cool. And I mean, then it's I saw all it happen, and... but I, I was very confused about why it happened until you just said why. It's just the last hate throws. Yeah, it's <laughs> just, just a... <laughs> I guess it's a nod to the original story. Yeah. It's not... Yeah. They had a couple of, you know... The homages that they tried to pepper in here. Like I said, about 40%, roughly. And I said that. Did you? I did. Okay. <laughs> I do believe it was Max. <laughs> well, I mean, that's fine. You are basically the same person. <laughs> so, I did, when I was looking this up, there are actually a couple of pictures of Patterson with the lions. In, like, the classic... <laughs> yeah, the classic... I killed hunter, hunter, lion, pose. dead lion pose. Um, but they are... And I don't know if it's just uh, an accidental force perspective or an intentional force perspective or if it is just that they are that big, but they look massive in those pictures. They yeah. look huge. Like, yeah. they're 900-pound beasts. I don't know if that's actually what their weight are, but that's I what they look like. I don't think 900 pounds, but, I mean, big I'm and heavy. Being dramatic. <laughs> I Let me five take to 16 600, minutes maybe. to line up this shot. <laughs> So yeah, that's the lions are vanquished, and everyone comes back because they just believe that he's killed the right lions this time. <laughs> and everything's good, and then the baby shows up, and the massive, <clears throat> massive baby. Mother, I require sustenance. <laughs> just like I'm surprised that little teeny woman was able to hold that child. It's big. It's probably the most unbelievable thing in this entire movie that that child came out of her. Uh, all right, so I guess we'll start with you over there, Vic. What was your favorite thing about the movie? Favorite thing about the movie? Um, they did use practical effects, and I do like that. Yes. But I say that a lot about a lot of movies. The scene with them in the cave, that's when you start to... A lot of the other stuff that happened, you could... Uh, brush off as being natural behavior or you could say it's whatever genetic abnormalities but the stuff in the cave is when it really became at least for me it becomes really chilling where he says lions don't do this and it really is freaky friday <laughs> oh, imagine switching bodies with a man eating a lion oh god i'd be all right with that how free yeah that would be. <laughs> i wonder what that would look like for the lion in your body <laughs> like <laughs> really it would have time. no idea what to do could not coordinate these <laughs> gangly flappers. And trying to get the opposable <laughs> thumbs to work. Uh, the hardest thing would be teaching it the thumbs up. <laughs> Max, what was your favorite thing about the movie? 
probably uh, all the gun sauce. Hmm. I just like movies like the mummy stuff, like where you get to see these old timey yeah. rifles and shotguns and stuff. So. Heavy looking rifles. Steve's. Cool. Kitty, cool, cool. how about you? Uh, I forgot that it was my turn. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing about the movie, I think, was Samuel. Hmm. He's just so pure. And he is pretty great. He's got four wives. <laughs> but, I mean... <laughs> Alright, I'm going to be a little... Can you pass me a water, please? I guess misogynistic. Same. I'm dying. It's like the damn Sahara over here. Thank yes, you. First. But ladies first. No, it's fine. <laughs> I'm going to be a little misogynistic about this real quick. About his four wives? Yes. So, on the one hand, yeah, that'd be cool, because you have four different people that you can talk to, and you can share your life with, and you can build experiences <laughs> with. But on the other hand, you have four different people that you can talk to and share experiences with and build your life with, who are all going to have different opinions about stuff. I don't think that's polyamory back then. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty that. sure that's take wifery. I think that's polygamy. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it is polygamy. I'm pretty sure it's it's not it's not a, a, a equal... Like, they don't get to have multiple husbands. No, no, they don't. But, I mean, in a polyamorous relationship, sometimes there's two or three female partners and a male partner. Like, it's... But... That's something I need to look into. It's it's not my thing. I mean, there are, sure, there are things about it that seem appealing, but I think that it would be a lot of work, and I don't know that I have the emotional capacity to give that much to multiple people i don't have the emotional capacity for one so (laughs) (laughs) most days i don't have enough for me Uh, but i don't know i i know people who are in polyamorous amorous relationships you know everybody and everything i do um that's good for them and that's awesome i I have several friends who are in polyamorous relationships and it works really really well for them i don't know like well i mean maybe i i certainly don't have the experience so i guess i don't know what i'm talking about but i just I feel like it would be too much for me. So, that was your favorite part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Vic, what was your... <laughs> least scariest? favorite part. Oh, least favorite. <laughs> My least favorite part of the movie... Hmm. They took a lot of liberties. But pro- <laughs> probably my least favorite part of the movie with the liberty that they took is... Just the owl scaring him out of the... There's so many other ways it could have handled that. I mean, he could have taken a wild shot and it could have run up and knocked him down. Because that thing was shaky enough and those lines were big enough. It could have knocked him down. A lot that could have happened. It was stupid. My least favorite part was all the hesitation in shooting these lines. Um, Man, like... You gotta take time to line up the shot, but you don't need fifteen seconds to do it. I don't think so. My least favorite part was how they just glazed over the colonization of we, other places. You said you weren't gonna do this. I mean, you didn't say that verbatim, but no, I said that I I needed to get it out of my system before we recorded because otherwise it would just be me yelling a lot. I didn't yell that much. But I needed to mention it. They just kind of glazed over it, didn't appreciate it, didn't like it. Basically, Kitty doesn't like what's been going on in the world for the last 5,000 years. Also, are you sure you're using the right term? Because glazing over something usually makes it better. Glossing. Glossing, glossing over is what, okay. what I meant. And while you were glossing over that, my eyes glazed over. Yeah, I don't want a glazed... I don't want a glossed donut. I want a glazed donut. <laughs> glossed donut would be gross. <laughs> like lacquered. <laughs> I shined it to a nice luster for you, sir. <laughs> Is this made of wood? Yes. <clears throat> you said you wanted a maple donut, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
What was your scariest part? I think we're on that one. I think we are on the scariest part. Um, hmm, scariest part. It's not that kind of movie. There isn't a whole lot of tension. Like, I, you don't, you're not really that concerned that Val Kimmer's going to die. It's not a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing horrible happens in this movie. Uh, probably the most terrifying part is when the person next to the person that's getting eaten in the medical tent realizes what's going on because <laughs> oh, that God. would be horrifying yeah because you don't even have the luxury of being eaten and having your uh the shock response numbing everything you know what's going on you're terrified and you're screaming and there's nothing you can do about it and it would be terrifying yeah max scariest part oh my scariest part would be aiming a rifle at a lion and having it not work <laughs> oh yeah that's, that's fair god that's that's actually my scariest part too where he the, the zebras just run away and he goes shoot at the lion and it doesn't work because that's horrifying i don't think there's any reason now for people to be killing lions like they do no it doesn't make any sense to me but back then i mean facing this man-eating lion that you have to deal with and knowing what it's done and suddenly your rifle goes <laughs> I mean yeah, th- is that, that an point. allegory for something um, your rifle goes <laughs> <laughs> well as I get older you know my cervix <laughs> needs a little extra support so yeah. your cockix <laughs> and I still can't find my ovaries I don't know where they are but yeah. in the back of your mouth maybe I think so yeah. like tonsils That's, yeah cool <laughs> Like, uh, no, I'm not gonna go there. We'll talk about it. That sounds after. like a medical procedure. We've installed a surgical pillow to help cushion things. A surgical, <laughs> a surgical cervical pillow. <laughs> Sorry for all the cervix talk. Oh, yeah, I hope you're interested in that. I mean, at that point, going back to what you were saying, your only option is to try to use the rifle as a club. Just click and just flip the thing around yeah which would be a great alternative (laughs) just hope that it doesn't like to get hit somewhat hard with a metal just hope it's allergic to the wood the rifle's made of or something (laughs) hope it splinters and gets into its eye i hope that splinter gets infected there's a reason firearms have been the prominent weapon since they were conceived and uh Oh, man. Swords held their own there for a while, but... Uh, Bows and arrows took place pretty quickly, and, and once rifles were invented. Yeah. Although, I dare say a rifle, an arrow, was more effective than a black powder rifle as far as accuracy until quite some time after they were conceived. Okay. <laughs> You're going to tell me that a black powder rifle was more Mm-mm. accurate than... Mm-mm. I want to, though. I see you want to. <laughs> And a bow and arrow in the hands of somebody who knows how to wield it is a very dangerous weapon indeed. But uh, guns. guns. So. But guns. <laughs> butt guns. Butt guns. Ooh. <laughs> Add that to your head cannon. Head cannon and butt gun. No matter which end you're looking at, you're probably getting shot. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so that's our scariest part. Uh, overall rating? Is that what we do now? Uh, uh, yeah. Overall rating. Wait, um, I thought we did scary rating first, and then overall. Sure, scary rating. Uh, we'll do scary. So, I'll admit, 
I haven't seen this movie in a long time, and it scared me when I was a kid because of the context of this movie. And it's not necessarily as scary as I remember it being. I'm not going to say that creature features aren't horror movies or that they're not whatever Kitty tries to argue that they're not. But this movie in particular is not as scary as I remembered it being. So on the scary factor, I'm, I'm because of it being a true story, I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10. Max? I was going to give it a 6 out of 10. Because out of all the movies we've done... This actually happened, <laughs> I guess, is what I'll say. And there's the potential of it happening in some capacity again someday. If you went to a certain parts of this world, that could happen to you. Mm-hmm. Um, shark monsters, probably not so much. But sharks, though. But sharks. <laughs> but sharks. But sharks. <laughs> but sharks. <laughs> With head cannons. <laughs> yeah, six out of ten for scary. Because mm. hey, it was scary, but. Mm. I give it a three hmm. out of ten. Your animosity is showing. <laughs> I just, it's not scary for it's me. It's not her shit. She likes demon shit and ghost shit. I do shit like demon shit and ghost Very specifically. Shit. Sometimes witches, but it's very specific. But- uh, overall, the movie has some things about it I like, but again, it's... Uh, it was, even with my nostalgia glasses on, it was hard to get past some issues this movie has so i'm for overall i'm gonna give it a a six out of ten because i'm I, this is from a time and an age where we had those action horror weird movies kind of like the mummy and we don't really have a ton of those anymore but overall it's not the best movie yes yeah, so i remember watching this what 17 years ago mm-hmm. and i remember then like certain parts of it i was like who oh. yeah but i mean overall I'll give it a 4 out of 10. Mm. It, was, it was all right. There's parts of it I really did like. And, mm. You know, it's it's fun watching old guns go bang. And Michael Douglas is always great. Yeah, yep. Great performance in this. Mm-hmm. Although he stars in another movie where he has lots of guns to go bang. Falling down. Oh, like, yeah. And he's... <laughs> ah, what an enjoyable experience that is. Because it's just... It's Be very my liberating. Fan- my fantasies, yeah. Yep. I give it a three. Ooh. Yeah. Honestly, Michael Douglas brings it up a notch for me, but I... Good old MD. If we were talking about this movie... Michael Douglas 15, 16 years ago, I would probably have given it a different rating. We did this podcast the wrong time. Yeah. (laughs) I would probably give it a better rating, but... I don't think podcasts were around back then. (laughs) We would have been the first. (laughs) (laughs) Watching it now, there's just... I just had a lot of issues with a lot of things. Issues? And issues. Schedules? Schedule. I just can't give it higher than that. It's understandable. That's what he said. Uh, uh, So, yeah, this movie was... And there's going to be some movies, and I hope that occasionally it happens to you guys, too. But there are going to be some movies that we pick. Did they get killed by lions? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, It's happened to me a couple times. (laughs) There are going to be some movies that we pick that we haven't seen for a while that we watch and we go, eh, it's not that great, actually. All right. So just a couple of general housekeeping notes. First of all, if you have anything that you want to email us about, anything you want to correct us on, houndsofhorrorpod at gmail.com. Uh, you can also check us up out on Facebook. And check us up out. Check us up out. <laughs> Someone set up us the bomb. Check it to pop What did you say? <laughs> Main screen turn on. Um... <laughs> <laughs> If you All want, your pods are belong to us. 
you can check us out <laughs> on up over at uh, Facebook and Instagram at the same tagline. You can also support us on Patreon. But the best way to support us is just to subscribe, share our show, download our episodes, all of that good stuff. And that doesn't cost you anything extra. So I wouldn't argue that the best way to support us is to do all of that. But if you're only going to choose to do one of those things, then sharing us with your friends is the best gift that you can give to us and probably the worst thing you could do to them. All it'll cost you is becoming that weird podcast kid that's in your group of friends. And everybody loves that kid. Speaking of podcasts that you should listen to if podcasts are the thing that you're into, uh, go check out our friends at Phantom Galaxy <laughs> and <laughs> Land of the Creeps. And if you're not into podcasts, you won't be hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> It was a very interesting segue that was almost a, a, a haiku. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah Phantom to... Galaxy. Bill Van Vagen. Vagel. Van, uh, Van, Bill, Van Vagel. Bill Van Vagel. Gosh, such a, it, just, it just sits in that special part of your brain. Van Vagel. It's like, it just bounces around. Like milk and honey. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, I hope you're listening. <laughs> We love your name. And the Seriously, podcast is pretty good, too. Get a sandwich <laughs> named after you. That's the best thing. Order a Van Vagel. I'd love to go to any diner and be like, I'll have the Van Vagel, please. <laughs> Do you want the bill it? sauce. <laughs> I'll have the Van Vagel on a bagel, please. <laughs> oh, it sounds like we're making fun of you, but I promise. No, we are not. Seriously. It is affectionate. It's amazing. Um, but... Yeah, so those are the things that you can do to help us out, and we super duper appreciate it, and all of you super for listening. Duper. And uh, I believe that Max, <sighs> it is your turn. It's my turn again. So I found a nice, uh, another little gem. It is called Elizabeth Harvest. I'm probably gonna text you about seventy times. Asking you again and again what the name of the movie is. Elizabeth Harvest. (laughs) (laughs) Starring the great uh, Abby Lee Kershaw. Mm. Yes. Is it one of those titles like Sweetheart that has no real bearing on the movie? Or is this something that actually does kind of... The title actually fits what's going on a little bit. So they're harvesting Elizabeth's? Well, you'll just have to see. I guess we will. I can tell you Harvest is not her last name. I don't think. All right. If it is, then it's very punny. Are they just using her to make, (laughs) like, white blood cells? You just have to watch it! Haunted white blood cells. So next week we'll be talking about Elizabeth Harvest. White blood cells wearing tiny sheets. It is something that you can watch on... The Netflix. Yes. Oh. As of this Netflix date and- <laughs> in 2021. Yes. It is, but that is a 2020 movie, I believe. Oh, is it a Netflix original? I think it is. Okay. Actually. Then it will probably permanently And I think be it Netflix. just came out last year. So. Okay. so. Well, you are really pushing for Netflix. Netflix, the best streaming service around. <laughs> Please I support mean- us. Oh my God, that would be amazing. <laughs> That'd be great. Seriously, that is, I've been. Netflix su- went from renting freaking DVDs <laughs> through the mail to having like a massive production basis to make yeah. their own shit. Alright, I hope that you all enjoyed this review. I apologize, the movie wasn't as snappy as I remembered it being, but I'm glad we did it anyway. Elizabeth Harvest better be fucking scary. Oh my god, it is a bit scary, because getting eaten by a shark monster isn't scary enough. It's a combination of scary and mindfuck. 
Oh, mm. fuck. What All right. the hell? You don't like that either. <laughs> it doesn't have ghosts in it? No, it's just... You no, picked a movie there's that no ghosts. You picked a movie that doesn't even have ghosts in it, so... You what know. movie was that? Midsummer. Oh, man. There's no yeah, ghosts right, in right, Midsummer. Right. There's no post on That's Sundays. true. That's true. Uh, you hypocrite. But what movie got, like, tens across the fucking board? Midsummer. Almost. His house. So why don't you just give this a chance? I'll give it a shot. Gosh. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Okay, bye. Bye.